G Money. Yo. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm all right. How you doing? Feeling all right, you know? I feel good, man. How you doing? How's the family? Everybody good? I'm... What happened? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you always... All right, go ahead. Get, 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 your, get your rocks off. Ain't nothing, man. I'm chilling, man. Get your I'm rocks chilling. off, bro. What's up with you, bro? I'm chilling today, Why do you man. do that to play around with people? Pause. <laughs> I'm chilling today. That's all. What's up? I feel good, man. Thank you for the hard drive, man. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. Whoa. That was real good. That was real good. Hard drive. Okay. Thanks for the device that we, you know we're able to store uh, footage on. Yo, working man. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited too. How's the family? Family's you know, good. I always ask about my nephew. What's up? School, school is school is in session, man. Is it hard for you? A lot of parents are so angry with remote learning. Look at his. Look at his face. He said, "Woo, man." Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's. You gotta get like a little flow, you know what I'm saying? Once you get a flow, it's not too bad, but it's still like you're in class with them. So you gotta be there, you gotta be, you can't, cause once you walk away from them, they start playing with toys, they start, you know, running around. So you gotta sit there with them and like, you in class too, you know what I'm saying? So. Man, I'm gonna shout you out, man. You are, uh, you know, shout out to all the great dads out there. And shout uh, out salute, to you, salute. man. You are 24 7 dad. Thank you. You know, man. we don't wanna take anything away from. Uh, his mom, you know what I mean? but you are twenty-four. You really invested in your son, and you got to get the respect that you deserve. Thank you. I don't think people know how you, you know you're a DJ, podcast host, but on top, like your son is the number one priority. I watch you grow into an amazing father, and I, I'm impressed. You know, I got three, you have one, and you know I know how it is. But you, you, you juggle it. You make it happen. So I definitely want to salute you. It's always been on my mind to salute you, but I think that you need to get the credit. I mean, you do your homework. You did, like, because you have sacrificed a lot of stuff for your son. And to me, that earned my respect there. So let me a round of applause for yourself. Oh, man, wow. First time for me. Right? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of fathers are not. Shout out to all the fathers, though. That, yeah. that's, that's there, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know how you do. How did how did how did you just real quick, you know, before we get to our guest, I wanted to ask like, how did you? How were you always? How were you able to make that adjustment? What what did you put in your mind to make that adjustment? Well, I mean, you, I see, you know, you know, growing up, I see I see people, you know, is usually like the the dads who are not there a lot of times, and the, the mothers are always more present. <clears throat> and I have friends, you know, well, I have people that I know who, you know, some guys put the work in, some of them don't, and I just see like I I, I, will, I, will, I will feel bad personally if I'm not there for his like first steps, his first time dribbling the ball, you know, riding a bike. Yeah. So it's like, I want to be there for all of that. So I try my best to be there for all of those moments, all of those moments. Um, so it's just that, and then my, my parents be on me too. So it's like, even if I try to slip, slip up and be like, I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out, they're like, yo, you got a son too. Like, don't be trying to, every night going crazy, he needs you to be, I'm like, yeah, you're right. So they be, they still on me now, like 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 I'm I'm their little baby. You know what I'm saying? So they don't let me slack off of nothing. So, uh, you know, just, just, just those two things really, but you know, he he really looks look, looks up to me. He really wants to be around me a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, he calls me his his big brother. So it's like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm like yo, I'm your father, bro. He's like, no, nah, you my bro, man. I'm like, yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah, so it's that kind of bond, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, got to keep it. Ain't no choice, man. Man, salute to you, man. I think that is definitely you know, and I appreciate you you know you, you sharing that with us. I, we we watch a lot of people don't know. Mm. You know, they ask it. A lot of people don't know how hands on and how difficult the job is. Not saying. You have a difficult job, but we just talking about the podcast because it's hands on. This is a lot for us. You DJing, DJing is your job. 
Yeah. That's, that's your bread and butter. Yeah. Then you have your son, and you make it work. Yeah. There, you're a teacher. You pick him up from school. I have yet to, and we know your parents is on deck, but you want to be hands on. There's been times that you came like I can't. You know, we I gotta I gotta do something or. I'm bringing my son with me. Like you make sacrifices for your son, so you got. Some some, some some days, like even today, was kind of tough. I'm leaving. He was like, "Where you going?" I'm like, "I got a podcast." He's like, "Again?" Yeah. Like me hearing that, I'm like, "Damn, I want to stay home now." Yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm doing too much, but we gotta come. You know, we gotta come work, man. I know you told, yeah, you said that. Yeah. So he's like, "You gotta go to podcast again." Which one? The, the picky eater thing or we'll flip? I'm like, the "Flip one." He's like, "Okay, all right, well." All right, see when you get back. But I just feel like, damn, I'm leaving again. I'm feeling like, oh, so and he he's like and and and, and you know. It's so crazy that he is like the opposite of who you are, meaning that he will be more when he's on stage in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, more, he's, he's more outgoing. Saying? He's more outgoing than I'm outgoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're outgoing. But I you am, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more reserved. Like, yeah, I, I, I'll yeah, do yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'll chill. And he, he's like all day, like, what's up, what's up, what's up? Like he's, San Antonio, when he did San Antonio, right? San Diego. San Diego. So, Close so, enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he did that. And, 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 I thought it was dope. But yeah, salute. But let's get to our let's guests. Do, let's shout do. out to Dawson. Shout out to family. And, Dawson's world. What up, Dawson? Um, G-Money. Yo. Episode 170. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> we got a special guest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, oh, yeah. ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Now, do we put the building in front or we could just say Bathgate? What nah, can we do? You can say Bathgate. You can say Bathgate. My man, you know Bathgate in the building. What's up, man? Welcome, welcome. What's, yeah, what's, yeah, good? Yeah. what's good? What's good? What's good, man? Thanks for having me, man. Really All of them in the building, yes? You already know. Ooh. You already know, man. Know what that means? You know what that. Yeah, I know what that means. The <laughs> viewers, he's, he's the reserved. viewers know what that means already. <laughs> but he's reserved, though. He's reserved. He cool. He's that's cool. All, that's all right, man. So, you know, that's that's what they how we do it. You know, you know. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? We just be cool like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, man. Well, we want we want to welcome you to flip the script, and you know, appreciate you uh, being so patient. You know what I mean? Welcome. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, man. Like, you know, uh, first of all, I want to ask personally, where the name Bathgate came from? I well, Bathgate came from one of my homies. Like, be honest with you, like, we all had like, uh, like these ill names, right? Like, so it kind of like started in high school, like around the um, Wu Tang Purple Tape. So when you listen to the skits and shit on the Purple Tape, like it's one skit where they all got like these AKA Wally Fingers, this and that, blah blah. So my man was like, yo. We got to get some type of names or whatever. So we all like took like mafia names. So my man was Bugsy Grams or Capone. And I was just, I was Bathgate. It just, it just stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And it mm-hmm. worked. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to use that. Like, and it just went on from there. Like it just stuck. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere it, it was inspired by a, a, a novel or something like that. It came from, the, the, the name Bathgate came from a certain nah, novel. No, Bathgate or... was a real person. He was a, um, he was a gangster. Uh, he worked for Dutch Schultz. You know what I'm saying? Like he was Dutch Schultz, like driver, and then the actual gangster. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he, he was a gangster. So I guess I took on that because he was like my from my, when my man told me. My man was like he was the gangster with like the like the young face, baby face. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? So they was like, yo, that works for you. Like you don't really look a day older than 18. You know what I'm saying? So it right, was right. like, alright, so we gonna run with that. So I just ran with with basket, and it just stuck. Like because like I had a rap name that was super corny like and we all had these little tag names and all that we would just tag up on the wall and then after a while i just became bathgate and it just stuck all through high school you know what i'm saying mm. Mm, mm, mm. what tell us about your childhood like, bring us back to uh you know you, you were born in harlem born and raised in harlem 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Born in Harlem Hospital. Um, used to live on the east side. Uh, grew up on the west side, 133rd in Amsterdam. Spent some time in Enos Francis. I'm not sure if y'all familiar with Harlem, but Enos Francis is on 7th Avenue. And Manhattanville is on Amsterdam on the west side. They both on the west side, but it's 7th and then it's Amsterdam all the way across town and all that. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I come from a family of music, you know what I'm saying? My uncle uh, my uncle is Mike C from the Fearless Four. And my other uncle, L.A. LA Sunshine from the Treacherous Three. So, oh, I was always okay. around hip-hop then, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. it was it was like natural to pick up the pen and start crafting, you know what I'm saying? Because I got to see them since I was like five, six years old, like seeing them doing they, you know, seeing them do their thing. Actually, I was in my first rap video when I was like eight years old. You know what I'm saying? What video was that? Um, Kumo D video called No Respect. I'm, I, I would like to say I'm the first rapper to, to get on a skateboard before Skateboard P and <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. Lupe, you, know that, right? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, joint's called No Respect. Kumo D is like family to me too. So I, you know, he, he from the hill, so that's right, like, that's in the same backyard, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, I was always around it, you know. Just just, you know, seeing them do their thing, it inspired me to do my thing. Um me and my um my god brother, it's like my first friend, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we was um rapping, my man Bugsy Grams and and my boy Ron Thomas, we was all rapping like a little like a little rap crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we just was just, we'll be in we all from the same building. So we all just be in the hall and we just be, you know, just writing and, and, and flowing and getting it together and it, and it just it just it just kept going, you know what I'm saying? So I've been doing this shit since like 13, 12, mm. 13. Yeah, I see you. I see you in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like eight years yeah, old. You're on a skateboard, yeah. Oh wow. Look at you, man. First rap check, everything. I got a check for it and everything. Really? Oh, yeah, like oh damn. It wasn't much. It was a couple hundred dollars, but it was... Not, that, at that time, even still, at that time, still... elementary school, you go to school, fresh Jordans and you know what I'm saying, new clothes, and everybody seen you on you know video music boxes, big. Shout out Uncle Ralph. Yeah, swear. Oh, shout out to Uncle Ralph. Word. So, so can you tell us? Get into your parents. Tell us about your parents, mom and dad. Well, my pops is originally from um, Oakland, California. He came up in the old uh, Black Panther time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was a part of that movement. He moved back, he moved out here, met my moms. And uh, I believe, I don't know if I got the story right, but I know they met in like a bar or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, my mom's is, you know, she she's in the, like the church. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, you know, like most black mothers, you know, coming up in the hood, like, you have that one parent that's in the church and one parent that's kind of like, ah, I'm going to be home, smoke my little marijuana, I'm good, I'm chilling. My pops is that, so it was like the opposite. But, you know what I'm saying, I grew up in that. And um, it's about it when it come down to my parents and this and that. But, you know what I'm saying, I spent a lot of, I spent a lot of time, like, with my friends and outside. Like, my pops made sure, like, because my older brother was out already and my uncles were already doing their thing, he wanted me to keep, wanted to keep me around you know what I'm saying, around boys, so I wouldn't be, I was growing up around girls, so he was like, yo, get outside, get rough, you know what I'm saying, go outside, mm-hmm. so he was just let me be, so I stayed outside, like, you know, like, playing basketball, or rapping, or fighting, and, and you know what I'm saying, like, just the normal stuff you do when you, you know, growing up in the hood, you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. that's pretty much it, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. What kind of kid were you, though, like, uh, you, you, you were a troublemaker, were you the guy that people bullied a lot, or, you know, what, what kind nah. of? Nah, I fought a lot. I, I felt like when I was young, young, I fought a lot because I was always small. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or it was either I'm fighting because somebody was trying to pick on me because I was small. <clears throat> my boy was fighting for me or we just were fighting. We always fought. You know what I'm saying? And that era was cool. Like, it was just... It was nothing for everybody to just scrap, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, throw your hands. You had to right. be, you had to, you had to do that, or you was gonna be fool. He was gonna be a punk. He was gonna be teased. You know what I'm saying? So like, so yeah, like I always, I always had that respect because I didn't, you know, I ain't take no disrespect. You know right, what I'm right. Saying? <laughs> mm. But you know, but I was never a bully. I never got bullied. I'm never gonna play like I was the biggest gangster, or nothing like that. Like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody did they did they thing when they was, you know, outside, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, ain't nothing different. You know was it I mean? was it did you did you get in a lot of trouble, young, or you just Yeah, I got into some trouble young, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you get you get put on, you get hooked up to, you know, introduced to the street. You know what I'm saying? So uh a part of my, you know, evolution and growing up, you know what I'm saying? So you you, you get introduced to certain stuff. So yeah, I got introduced to certain things and that I probably didn't need it. It wasn't like I needed to do it. You know, I got homies that, that you know, grew up by themselves. You know what I'm saying? It was already f f in juvenile or whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I just got a part of it because it was like a part of my environment. You know what I'm saying? I know that's cliche to say, like, you're a product of that you know, your environment, but it's it's pretty much the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I got a part of that for, you know, and then now I got into some trouble in high school, you know what I'm saying, with possession. Or whatever, I got in trouble. That you know broke my mom's heart. You know with that, but slap on the wrist. You know, and then you, you once you nothing, no real accountability for it, you. Just keep doing what you're doing because this is what you're used to, and you get accustomed to it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and that was like part of our everyday, just just being outside in the streets. So whatever happened in the street, just you know, you kind of got introduced to it. You got you know brought into it. You know what I'm saying? Possession of a firearm or possession? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, nah. I had drugs, you know, weed. What well, high school you went to? I went to Graphic Arts. Graphic Arts. You graduated from there? Yeah, I graduated from Graphic Arts. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, weed. Was you smoking or you was, you was using the streets? Nah, I was, I, I, I was, I was selling it. I, you know what I'm oh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not go too far. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you never know. My mom might see this. You know, no, <laughs> my love, no. But nah, yeah, I got, I got arrested in school for possession. You know what I'm saying? Them damn um, car canal buckles. You know, since the metal detectors go off, and I had the bags were stapled in it. You know what I'm saying? So like, it went off. I told the security guard who. I ain't gonna say his name, but he knew what time it was, mm -hmm. and he still like went through my pockets and exposed it and everything. Oh, and it's like, yo, bro, you ain't gonna word? He supposed to be cool? <laughs> he was cool. He knew. He he cop. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it didn't make sense for him to do that that day. It was like it was like caught me off guard. Like, yo, what you doing? Like, you know, I might have some. I said, yo, it's just the buckles. Yo, it's just the buckles. And he was just like, I gotta go through your pocket. I'm looking at him like. No, you don't. You ain't never had to do that before. You know what wow. I'm saying? But it is what it is. I, you know, I played ball for graphics as well. I went there with other rappers. You know, shout out to my man Carter. He went to graphics too. Okay. A lot, you know, a lot of my man Tech went to graphics from Smith and Wesson. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of few rappers that you know that went to that went to that school. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Who else did you grow up with in, in Harlem like that that you might know of in the industry? Uh, everybody, bro. I mean, everybody from Harlem world. Everybody from, you know, you know, Mace, Big L. I remember uh first time I, I met Big L was at a cipher and um rhyming for him. I was just so 
so excited to rhyme for him because I was like, yo, that's a big L. Like he was our, he was our like Jay Z, like you know, right, what I'm saying? Right. like our big dog. You know what I mean? So like, Big L, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, Black Rob, they all cool, cool people with me. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of dudes. My man Fats will put me on. You know what I'm saying? He's actually, he's actually first to put me on my first um, mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Like with Ron G. He was mm. already um, doing his thing early. And him and my man Future from BBO. Shout out to BBO. Um, I'm not sure if y'all, y'all, y'all familiar with BBO. You know, that's a crew that makes and Blinky. I Blinky heard. Who was talking about BBO before, Pierre? Somebody was saying they was a part of BBO. Mm. We had a guest mm. up here from Harlem that said that. Mm-hmm. Talking about BBL, I remember, but yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, okay, so, like, yeah so like when I was in junior high school, this is what you all you heard was the BBO tapes, BBO freestyles, and the children. Then, then um, May started, you know, and Mace and Big L was part of the Children of Corn and Can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was always like influenced by my surroundings, influenced by my backyard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and plus me and like Jewels used to be really, you know what I'm saying? Like we used to be really tight. Jewels is from up the hill. He's from 151st. I'm from 133rd. So I used to always go up and down that, you know what I'm saying? Plus, mm-hmm. you know, p- certain mutual people that we knew, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, me and Jewels used to be in his crib, um, writing and shit like that together. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So when did you start? Because you see, you grew up in a family of music. When did you start rapping? I started rapping like I was 12 years old, 13 years old, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a lot of rappers that came from from my block, you know what mm. I'm saying, alone, you know what I'm saying? So um, my man Fats, who was already on, he was he was doing music with Ron G and SNS, and he would take me to the, you know, like SNS would let us record at the end of his sessions, mm. you know what I'm saying? So we used to be in Pearl Jam, studio Pearl Jam, I think it's Pearl Jam up on 145th in Amsterdam, and we would record at the end of this end of the session back when when you used to use the real tape. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was no that. It was like a real like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Super old like, and um, we used to get busy. We was getting our getting our wrecking. You know what I'm saying? And then um, um, I used to you know did not you know I grew up with guys like my man Tom Giss. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know I had other cats like we you know we used to all spar with each other. You know battle each other. You know what I'm saying? Get busy. It was nothing like what's going on now. Like but. It was like, you know, the ciphers were like sparring matches, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like who who had the best rhymes, who who had the slickest metaphors, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like set up and designed the way like the battle market is now, like, you know what I'm saying? But shout out shout out to them. Like they got that shit like like boxing. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Like I wish we knew what they knew then, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that shit was that they well, they took that shit to another level, like Loaded Lux and all of them, you know what I'm saying, murder move. All them niggas like they made that shit like WWE or some shit like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like that that was smart you know what I'm saying we ain't, we ain't thinking that back in the day. Let me, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. When you were younger and you were surrounded with all the rappers that you know a lot of them we know, who did you feel that would make, at a young age that would make it? Like you know sometimes you're young like who do you say yo he gonna make it or he'll make it or who who was younger doing it that you was around or that you seen that you felt like was going to make it and that made it. That made it? Yeah. Um, I guess I would say, uh, I mean, I don't know if I felt like, yeah, this person's going to make it. I, I kind of felt like, I was confident in Jewel's. I felt like okay. he had the perfect like setup. You know what I'm saying? I felt like him fucking with Cam was perfect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we already knew that Cam was established. 
You know what I'm saying? And like him starting the diplomats was like really big. You know what I'm saying? Or or when May started all out. Like it was these are really big move big movements and big moments. The diplomats movement was a little more longevity, you know what I'm saying? It went longer, but you know what I'm saying? I, I was more I was confident that he would, you know, succeed that I felt like, you know, like from my backyard, people I knew I could talk to and touch, like, yo, what's up? Like, what's good? Like, you know what I'm saying? When Jewel's got his his deal, he would come through and we, you know, chill on the block and scoop me and go to this and we do we was doing things together, you know, me, Jewel's, Uncasa, you know what mm. I'm saying? So we, we go back, you know what I'm saying? We go back, you know what I mean? Was he nice when he was younger? Who Jewel's? Yeah. I think I think we all we all got busy, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you had to be. You you couldn't, you couldn't, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't talk that shit because we, we from Harlem. We talk shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a part of our makeup, you know what I uh, mean? Facts. So it's like you couldn't talk that shit if you wasn't nice, if you didn't get busy, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, hell yeah. Joel's was nice, you know what I'm saying? Uncasa, my man Fats, um, my man Tom Giz. It's a lot of, it's, we got a lot of talent out there, man. Um, the, even down to like, even to like Murder Mook, Loaded Lux. Some niggas is monsters, you know what I'm saying? Who who is Fats? Who who is he? Fats, um, Fats the Governor. That's what, that was his, his name. You know what I'm saying? He's still he's still he he's still doing his thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was um signed to Roddy Jerkins. You know what I mean? For a short minute, he was um like I said, he put me on my first Ron G tape. You know what I'm saying? I never forget that because it was like. That's when the mixtapes was at its highest. When yeah. niggas would go to the music hut and to see what the newest mu- mixtape that dropped. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Ron G had that shit on Smash. Ron G. Word. So yeah. shout out to Ron G. Like Legend. Ron G gave me our shot. I remember us. Uh, I think we had did a freestyle over um four three two one. I think the LL record or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that shit was like. I remember my heart beating out of my chest, like, nah, I can't wait to do this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then we had, it was crazy because the Music Hut was having um, a show, like a, like a, like a, um, like a show, like, like an open mic. They had invited other acts from around the neighborhood or whatever to perform. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were supposed to perform, and then some cat came through to perform and, like, kind of like shut it down. And the cat was Jay Z. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the first time I ever froze up. Like, he had performed 22 twos, and I was like, damn, yo, we we got to go behind that beat? Like, and it was like, nah, I got to go back and write. Like, that that inspired me to really, to like, to really, really get nice. You know what I'm saying? Because the way he controlled the crowd, it was different than just rapping in a, a circle of niggas and you just cipher, you know, in a cipher or you battling. It was like the crowd control, how he was, you know, to stop and break and, how he controlled it, how he carried the the two for a whole verse. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was, that shit was impressive to me. You know what I'm saying? At a young age, like. So so seeing him for the first time and 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 you know seeing what he does, you know what he did that day. How much did that uh, inspire your your career and and you know maybe inspire your sound after that? Because people did say that you sound like Jay Z at one point. Yeah. See. All right. Let me let me let me let me explain that. I. I would say he inspired me. I don't think he inspired my sound. Okay. Because I don't think we were rapping the same way. I just think that at the time, if you were thinking about it, if you think about it, let's, I know people, somebody gonna be mad at me about this. Mm. But if you look at Big L's style and you look at Jay Z's style, their styles were similar too. I don't, you know, I'm not saying that Jay Z took L shit, but I'm definitely not saying L took J shit neither. But their styles were similar, like, meaning like, 
the wittiness, the stop, the, the punchline, the cleverness. It wasn't right. like everybody else was rhyming. Like, you know, Jay was to do that fast shit and kind of stop. And do, like, L was doing that shit too. You know right. what I'm saying? That's so, true. like, I wouldn't say he, because I wasn't rhyming like that. I just was trying to be as clever because I felt like, I felt like, you know, I came up in, I came up with Fab and 50 and Joel's, you know, like, you know, niggas like that. So it was like, what can I do to stand out? You know what I'm saying? So everybody was being compared to somebody at that time. You know right. what I'm saying? Fab was being compared to, to me. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera. So everybody was being compared to somebody at that time. I, I felt like it was, I got the worst of it, at least to me, because of who I was running with, who at the time I was signed to. So I was signed to G and Hip Hop, to their production deal. So they were Rockefeller dudes. So I was around nothing but Rockefeller dudes. You know what I'm saying? Opening up for Bleak and doing all this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So so it was probably like, I don't know if it was like influenced because I was around them. Mm-hmm. And then we were also using the same producers. You know what I'm saying? Like I was using Just Blaze. You know what I'm saying? Before before Jay. But the people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like they think, all right, he sound like Jay because boom, 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 boom. But it's like, Jay didn't even Jay didn't even have no Just Blaze beats at first. I had Just Blaze beats at first, you know what I'm saying? And then it was like, all right, he you heard had Kanye jump, first too, right? Kanye too, you know what I'm saying? So he, because G had Just Blaze and Kanye, I, that was the whole deal. I signed to them. They had the producers in house. Their producers was Just Blaze and Kanye West. Kanye West before anybody knew him, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. hip hop had that shit in the bag, like. Kanye, and then they grabbed Just Blaze. I remember meeting Just Blaze at the cut, the 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 cut, the knitting factory, whatever that studio that used to be down here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and like Just Blaze, I felt like was way ahead of his time. I felt like he was like the nicest niggas to like a Swiss Beats or Dame Grease at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like them niggas was monsters to me. Like when you heard a Swiss beat. a Swiss Beats beat, you was like, I got a freestyle over it or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, now, right. I felt like. Just Blaze was like the next best thing next to those type of niggas. Like I felt like he was one of those titans. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Hold on, you gotta you gotta go back. I was <laughs> no, no, come on, bath. We, we gotta go back. We gotta go back. <laughs> nah, I gotta get at you. Little little nah, I gotta get at him. Get at me. Mm-hmm. I gotta get at him. What happened, man? What because like he said, look at He was around. You know, you you can't you can't downplay the inspiration, man. You can't downplay the influence. You can't downplay that. You just said, stated in the beginning that you watched him perform the two, two, two. That could be a form of inspiration. Right. And then you were around him. You, you gotta. It may have affected your career because I, I, I read have. that. I read that. So, right. but you know that was a thing. Everybody's compared to somebody, right? You know what I mean. And of course, when somebody's at a higher stature, you know they'll get the recognition for something that you may do first. But admitting. That yo, I can see and understand. You know, I may have sound like him or be inspired. It's, right, it's, it's inspired important. and sounding is two different things. Okay, like, so I, I can. What I'm saying is, yeah, I could. I was definitely inspired. Who wasn't? But I'm. What I'm mm. saying is, I didn't rap like him. I didn't go out to say, you know what, I'm gonna go sound like him or talk like him. I felt like there were other rappers who sounded like him, mm. but I didn't feel like I sounded like him. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? So where do you think people got that from, though? Like, what do you? What, what, what was the similar? When, when did you first hear that? Yo, you sound like Jay. I felt like what record? Ah uh, man, what record? I don't even know. Like I felt like, uh, uh, let me see. 
I know I did a song with Just Blaze called Keeping the Street mm-hmm. that um that I felt like the flow it was like dun, 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 uh, uh, and like the flow I think the melody or how we was flowing to the beat kind of sound like you don't know I felt like when Jay had a part and you don't know I'm like damn that shit sound like a little bit like that but I'm not accusing him of anything I just felt like I caught the <laughs> I was in a bad position. Like I felt like I, the position I was in, what was I supposed to do? It was like, no matter what I was gonna do, I was gonna sound like him because I wasn't rapping like, I wasn't rhyming like Cassidy. I wasn't rhyming like Fabulous. I wasn't rhyming like Fifty. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was trying to craft and be witty and sarcastic in my flow and style and have that on off flow off beat. And and Jay does that a lot. So. I can say yeah, inspired, but like sounding, nah. I, I so don't you thought people, you thought people went too far when they said that you sounded like him. You yeah, that was, yeah, that... yeah, yeah. I think they went too far. I think they went too far saying I sounded like him, but I ain't never really trip about it then because I was trying to get away from it. I was just trying to. I even, at that point I was even avoiding and freestyling over beats that he rapped to because I didn't want, mm. I didn't want that to carry over me like that. It was like you know what I'm saying. Mm. But I don't, I don't feel like that affected my career though. I felt like the decision making or the people I was with affected my career. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I felt mm. like the situations, a lot of things that happened that affected my career. I don't feel like the Jay Z comparison did. I don't think it, like, it, well, it stopped me. Did you and Jay uh, uh, have a meet in person? And, yeah. Uh, conversations? Yeah, Jay showed me love, man. Like I said, like I was around him. Like, I, you know, I was like, you know, on the shoulders of giants. I was just around, like in the cut, like a fly on the wall. But. He definitely acknowledged me. He definitely even told G that he felt like he was really confident in my in, in my work. He was like, "Yo, I think that nigga Bath is nice. I think if y'all do the you know y'all do the right thing, he has the potential to blow." I think him and Fab mm-hmm. are next. This was out of his, his mouth from what I heard from G. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, Jay Jay never like played me or nothing like that. He really showed me love. He showed me love. You know what I'm saying? He never like acted like, yo, get out of here. You trying to beat me or nothing like that. He never, okay. there was nothing like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was supposed to get on a record. He actually cleared a sample and and I did a record with a mill that ended up going on Mill's album. You know what I'm saying? That Jay jumped on. You know, Dane was like, you know, I got to get Jay on this record. You know what I'm saying? And G was like, yo, they want, they want to go with this as a single. And they're gonna give you the credit because you know I wrote the song, and you know, and rock. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was happy because when I heard the song back, I'm like, all right, what Jay gonna do to the song that's gonna change it? You know what I'm saying? Because I was more worried about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is he gonna do? Is he gonna put his whole twist on it? And he, he did, he did his part. Of course, he wrote his shit, his verse, but the hook remained the same. That was my highlight to me. Like, yo, he. He respect he respect what I you know what I what I wrote. He respect my craft. Yeah, so I never felt like Jay ever tried to play me or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he showed me love. I felt like they all showed me love. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Bleak would have me open up for him. I was going, I was already on the road. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, shit, man. I mean, I felt like that was that was solid shit. And and do records with me without asking for asking for a dime. I thought that was solid. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me let me say something real quick. Uh, first and foremost, um, uh, Fats, mm-hmm. the governor, he's DJing. 
It's a guy named Fats the Governor. Nah, that's not wrong. That's wrong. Oh, uh, late DJ. Okay. His, his Instagram is never enough. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, it's uh never. So he's enough. not a DJ though. He's still nah, rapping. he's definitely not a DJ. I tried to YouTube him. A DJ came up. Fats the Governor. That's what the. Let me see. Uh, so where did they get that name from? That somebody else got a similar name. His his IG is never enough. Okay, never enough. Right, yeah, more. he's he's did joints with Ronnie Jerkins. He's 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 done it a lot. You know, what shout I'm saying? out shout out to Fats. Yeah. Um, the second thing I gotta say is that um. Walk us through the process of when you were rapping, right? Mm-hmm. Um, walk us through the process of when you know that you was making noise and they had eyes on you, where you can, you know, potentially get a deal. Right. Like, walk us through that whole that whole stage. What I was like the, the whole, the whole back in the day when everybody was in ciphers and you would just get your buzz in the street by, by battling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it was like you would go to somebody's block. And you have these niggas be like, I got my man Bath, and I'm gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember one time my man Bundo from my block took me to um, to Polo Grounds to to battle the Rough Riders. Me and my man, um, me, I think I think it was me and Tom Gist that went to go battle the Rough Riders. Like they whole little squad of dead goons, Enf, Cross, all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, I remember that day was like, I that felt like that day stamped me in the street because. People was hearing up, hearing about me. They was hearing me on little freestyles on different mixtapes and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like the cool kids, the K Slays, you know what I'm saying? And, and DJs like that. And then I felt like that gave me my stamp because everybody, like I wasn't backing down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was a lot of niggas in that Rough Rider crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and then it was like, all right, what's up? Like, my man to battle this person, boom, boom, boom. And it was like, then it was supposed to be me and Drag on was supposed to battle. Mm. And um, drag was in the in the, um, I don't know how it happened, but it was like Bundo was trying to gas for me and drag on the battle, and then somehow me and Ja Rule in the battle in front of the trailer, you know what I'm saying? And that shit was crazy to me because that nigga voice is crazy, so his shit's carrying over me. So I gotta you know I gotta go extra hard, like but just the just the, for the fact that we was able to you know spar or or have a verse of peace was big for me like i felt like that stamped me in the street i felt like everybody started talking about me then you know what i'm saying and then it just started spilling over and then it's like it got it got kind of crazy i was just like then it became a thing where niggas that knew me that was felt like you know my man bath is nice I, who you got and it was like take take me to go battle this person take me to go battle that person whether it was in harlem or somewhere else it was like that you know what i'm saying so like it's even a story that I've seen that um about me and Gilly the Kid. And that shit is real too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we we got we got busy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, G. Now I say so you so you're doing the battles, like when did the the, the recording the songs come into play? Well hold on, before you answer that real quick, what do you mean you got busy with Gilly the Kid? Did he beat you? Nah. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. I, I, Bab, come on, bro. Don't do that. You lost, you lost. Nah. All right. Nah, ne- never. Nah. So you beat you beat him. Definitely, I oh. definitely. I'm gonna say it like this. I'm gonna say it like this because I know he kind of threw. Mm. And I'm only saying this because I feel like I got to flip because he said that he said it on somebody's podcast that he that he flamed me or whatever, whatever. He was trying to tell a story. Him and his man Ablava was telling the story about me and Gilly having a battle. Me and Gilly battled at priority. My man Ray Ray was the A and R priority. You know what I'm saying? At the time. Ray Ray was also the A&R when Rockefeller was over there before they left. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Ray Ray was like, yo, Bath, this is like during the time I was um 
in the middle. I might have signed my deal with Virgin already. And Ray was like, yo, I want you to battle this kid, Gilly. And if he win, I'm going to sign him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I need you as a test. I'm like, all right, whatever. I just was, I was just so hyped to just rap. I'm like, whatever. Like, it was just, it was just recreation in me. I never heard of him. But we rapped. He threw his shots. I threw my shots. We kept going. And then Ab Lava threw his, threw, threw some lines in there. Joel's threw some, like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all got busy for like two hours straight, like, just rapping. And, um, I know that he never did the deal with property, so I don't know mm. if that was. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know if that yeah, was because chill out. of that. The G chill, G. Whoa. G chill, hype, you know get saying? out of here. First and foremost, is that the time that he said? Because he said he battled Jewels too. Yeah, he said that. He said, and he said he flamed me. So here we go. So boom. So talk G and talk. hip hop were also, you know, you know they 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 were big and they were doing anything in the industry. So G brought me to Puff for me to rhyme for Puff for me to write for Puff. So I rhymed for Puff, and then one day, this is like, I'm not, like, G was like, yo, look, we got a deal on the table. I need you to, you know, stay away from the streets. I need you to just be, you know, be on the up and up. And I got me a job, you know what I'm saying, at the post office, like a temporary job, right? And um, the nigga Puff had paid, I got a page from Puff, from the Daddy's House studio. Mm -hmm. So I called back, I'm like, yo, what's up? And they like, yo, you know, Puff wanna speak to you. I get on the phone with Puff. Puff like, yo, it's a nigga down here from Philly talking wild shit. Like, he battles you, boom, boom, that he flamed you to our eyes. So he over there talking shit. I'm like, yo, what's up? Puff is like, yo, leave. I say, I'm at work, Puff. Like, he like, yo, leave that shit. Quit your job. I got five grand for you. Quit your job. You're not gonna make that shit over there in six months. You know what I'm saying? He straight fun of him. He said some, some fly rich nigga shit to me. Like, so I'm like, what? Six months, five grand? I don't sound right. I can make four in a, in a month. Like, I don't know what you're even talking about. So I'm like, he like, yo, leave that shit. Come here. I'm giving you, I, I got five grand up for you. I'm like, all right, bet. I quit. Walked off the job. The post office is on 34th. Jumped on the train to, to go to daddy's house, which is on 42nd, 43rd, whatever. Mm -hmm. I get to the studio. Gilly wasn't there. So, and I'm like, I told, I said, yo, we already sparred. So I was already ready this time. I was really ready. Like, all right, so now he talking shit. So now I'm extra thinking of extra shit. Like, you know, what I'm going to say or whatever, whatever. He wasn't there. I don't know why he wasn't there. Puff was a man of his word. Gave me 5000 for coming. You know what I'm saying? I never went back to the post office. But what do you mean you wasn't, you was ready this time? That means last time you wasn't ready and Gilly beat you. I figured you would do that. Nah, nah, bro. Nah, listen. Took me back. Me and Gilly, this is what I'm gonna keep it a being. Mm -hmm. Me and Gilly rap for about an hour and a half, two hours, no exaggeration, no cap. There was no judges to say who won or who lost. Of okay. course, he's not gonna say he lost. I'm definitely not gonna say I lost. Right. But I'm not gonna go off and go slander him and say I flamed him either. Okay. He know what time it is. Like, he know I get busy. But at the same time, I'm only saying it with this type of energy because I know he went back and said, he flamed, he a funny dude anyway. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's funny. You, you flamed me, but that's not true. Mm. Didn't, didn't flame me. You know what I'm saying? We battled. We was battling for a deal. I already had a deal. So I don't, you know, you was battling. For, I don't know if he knew the same situation from Ray Ray, but right. if anybody know Ray Ray, Get Ray Ray to, to, to holler at y'all, and Ray Ray will tell you, nah, nah, Bath got busy. Him and Gilly battled for an hour and a half. And he'll tell you who won and who lost. Mm. Who had better bars? I, 
What type of balls did he have? What type of flow did he have? He had balls back in the day. Like nah, Gilly is nice. I'm, and, I'm, and, and I'm gonna still be respectful. Gilly is nice. There's a lot of niggas in Philly that was nice. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't gonna front. Like, I was a big fan of Dutch and Spade, who was a part of his major figures crew. I was like, mm-hmm. I felt like those were the niggas that was, to me, mm-hmm. was the nicest niggas. I was like, them niggas is nice. Like, Dutch and Spade got busy. So, I'm never gonna disrespect, shout out to Philly, because them niggas, them niggas produce nice rappers. Them niggas produce talent. You know what I'm saying? So, nice. nah, I felt like we both, I, bo- I felt like we both got busy. I feel like we both got busy, but nobody, nobody flamed me. I, I, I lost one battle, and that was in the Blaze magazine battle. I mean, and, I, and I'm confident to say, like, I felt like that was some bullshit. But it is what it is. I took that. So you feel like you didn't, you didn't really lose, but it was something that the, the, the fight was fixed. What you saying? I felt like, I felt like he didn't say nothing. to me. He, I felt like he didn't say nothing that was clever. Like he was in night. He said, he, like, I battled um, Lonnie B, DJ Lonnie B. Right, he was a part of the Super Friends, and he was rapping. I didn't even know he was a DJ. Mm-hmm. He was on some rap shit. He was in a Blaze Battle co- um, contest, right? And um, we battled. I went first. He went second, and he started off by calling me a. a he started talking about my height. I'm like, yo, nigga, you ain't but a couple inches taller than me, my <laughs> nigga. Like, he kept saying it, and it was like, I don't know if he won because he won over the crowd with like with the punchline, mm. but they gave it, they gave him the nod. I don't know, I don't know how the round for round for went, but it was like the beginning of how shit was being done, like it was being judged. Like battles wasn't being judged like that at first. Niggas was just getting in a circle, go for you know, we go at each other, and whoever didn't have nothing was the loser. Right. You know what I'm saying? We were back, nobody was. We wasn't doing three rounds. We was do whatever. We would just go. Right. And if you say, yo, you got it, I got it. It's just like a fight. If, if me and you shoot the fair one and you say, you got it, I got it. It That's wasn't it, like yeah. nobody was judging who got the most lines in or whatever. And then, then the streets would take it and run with it and say what they wanted, say what they, at, at the end of it anyway. Mm. But with me and Gilly, we got it in. I don't feel like there was nobody to judge it but Ray Ray. But my manager at the time that was there, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when Gilly said he flamed me, mm-hmm. you gotta talk to Ray Ray, you know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody flamed me ever, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, mm. oh, 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 I'm watching a video named Seasons. That's Nia in the video with you? Yeah. Shout out to Nia, man. Nia, look at Nia. <laughs> Shout out to Nia. Yeah, shout out to Nia. That just bumped me up. But uh, let's go back to that. Um, nobody, uh, nobody flames you. Now you, G, come you on, said, G. you said, you said, nah, I ain't gonna, nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> get at me. Oh, uh, you, you said earlier, Jaru was overpowering, so he didn't, he, he didn't get at you that day. He, he didn't smoke you that day at the battle. What nah, a cipher? I don't feel like it was. I don't feel like he smoked me. I feel like I rhymed, he rhymed his, and then they, they, on my fault. Um, when he rhymed. His voice was loud. I feel like the police broke us up after that. Mm. So I don't feel like I don't feel like there was ever anybody to say, "Yo, bath lost." But everybody was giving me props because Job ja was on. He was on. He was like, okay. you know what I'm saying? He's he's with X and them. Irv got all of them at the DMX video shoot for how's it going down? Like this is right there in Harlem at, at, at Rucker Park. So it was pop. It was like a hundred thousand people out there. It was ten thousand people at least. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was crazy. So. The police was breaking us up, you know what I'm saying? Breaking the crowds up, but I don't feel like I don't feel like anybody got a chance to judge. So who city. gave you the toughest the, the, the toughest uh battle or the cipher Gilly? that you came across? Who, who was it? Gilly? Gilly? <laughs> Gilly. <laughs> I would say Gilly because we we battled yeah. for a long time. I, I give him that. 
I, 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 I never like, really. I like bad gate. I, I got to keep it a bit. I'm not, mm. I'm not with all of the shenanigans of, you know, I'm not yeah, going. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not going to do it for clout. I'm doing it because I'm being real. I'm That's giving right. y'all the real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt when he said, yo, I flamed him, it was funny because niggas brought it to my attention. Like, yo, Bab, you battle Gilly. I heard about this story. This nigga saying he flamed you. I'm like, flaming? That nigga's so lying. He being funny. He being a jokester. You know what I'm saying? But he was the toughest the, the toughest battle. I feel like he was the, the toughest one as far as I can remember. You know what I'm saying? Was it based off of aggression? Nah, I think I he, know the Philly dudes are, you know, they could be, you know, they have this look in their eyes like they hungry like nah i think of <laughs> I, I'm, yo nah i don't think that i don't even think that For real. i don't think it was an aggression thing i think that he was slick with it we okay. both was going at it and we both didn't stop Respect. you know what i'm saying until it was like i don't know who stopped and everybody was just like all right we out like you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. that was it and then ray was like yo all right bad i'm gonna hit you up uh, uh. and i know that for sure i know the one thing I give Gilly his props about, though, because he was able to go get a deal and get his group a deal. You know what I'm saying? And I, I you got I got to salute a nigga for doing that because that was like the hardest thing to do. Like you had to get on first and be successful to be able to reach back and grab your niggas. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he kind of brought his niggas simultaneously at the same time. So maybe he didn't get his deal because you no know, people was unsure about signing him and major figures. But you know what I'm saying? I know he ain't signed that deal off, off my watch because I lost. Nah, never. Right. Yo, I don't like what you're talking, bro. I don't like what you're talking, bro. Yo, G, 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 don't hype him, G. Don't do this to me, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so G was, <laughs> G like was it. asking, like, Let's go. so walk us to getting a deal. That's what we, we stopped you to talk about the battle. Walk yeah, us yeah. to getting a deal. How like took it so fats and you in in the street doing so ciphers? It went, it went from not to cut you off. It went from the street ciphers mm -hmm. battles to the mixtapes to me meeting um my manager who was managing a group called the Draft Picks, which was Jewels and my man Malik. They had a group. They mm -hmm. had signed, I believe, to to Priority. They first deal they signed to Priority, the Draft mm -hmm. Picks. So. I was running I was running around with them too. Like, you know, they would always say, yo, my man Bath is nice. My man Bath is nice. And then I rhymed for their manager, my man uh, John Gatto at the time. You know what I'm saying? But um John Gatto was like, yo, I'ma um bring you from I'ma bring you to my man G. You know what I'm saying? I never knew who none of these people were. So I'm like, all right, whatever. At the time I was doing my little thing, whatever. So it was like, you know, he saw me, I was, you know, on the block chilling my niggas we was doing our thing whatever whatever i'm like all right cool he t he took me in front of g i ran for g g was like yo call hip-hop in hip-hop heard me and it's just like snowballed from there like it was like next time i got a call for them they was like yo we're going to take bath to um daddy's house studio they was shopping me right there and that as we speak like this is what they was doing like wow. they was taking me to different places and that's how it was like and this is like back in the day when you would go to label to label right. and rap your demo or play your songs and you know what I'm saying? Like this shit don't probably don't even exist no more. You know what I'm saying? Now did you did you see this happening beforehand or, or, or were you just rapping just, just to be rapping in the streets? You from Harlem, your friends rap or Nah, I felt like I was rapping to get a deal. I want I wanted a deal. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I didn't see niggas get a deal right right before me and I felt like this is my chance, to, you know what I'm saying, to to be successful, to get away from, you know what I'm saying, from the from from the from the corner, from get away from uh 
those just, you know, wishing I could be on. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you just, you know, you're chilling with your niggas. You just wish. And then it was like, like I said, like, my niggas are my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to be able to provide an opportunity for them niggas to, to be, a, you know, in a situation where they didn't have to look over their shoulders and worry about police or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted them to have a position to where they was able to, to get legal money too. You know what I'm saying? So... That's real. No, Bam, you was you was hustling, man. Yeah, I did my thing. Cause I I, I, I noticed, you know, you, you avoiding that. You was hustling. Yeah, I, I'm. What you hustling, man? Stop playing. Yeah, with you, yeah I I have. I, I was saying crack. Didn't. What you saying, crack? Listen, I man. Got, I know you got sons and stuff like that. You know, you you know, you was you, you out here in the streets, man. So yeah, mom's I, listening. He's getting. He don't want to. Listen, I I did I did what I did then. And that's that's beyond that's be, that's behind me now. You know what I'm saying? How much money you was making? I made a couple of dollars. What you, what you, what you used it for? Get fresh. <laughs> All of typical you know Harlem shit. Harlem cabs and <laughs> chicks. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? I, I'm gonna be keep it real. Like I I didn't have to hustle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My my parents both worked. Respect it, out it to your was, parents. It was just that I wanted to be. I, I guess I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be in there with my niggas. I felt like if my niggas is doing it, I might as well get and do it. And plus, I, we idolized the niggas that would drive past us in the cars, and was you know we I, we saw that firsthand. We saw the, the, the from every gangster y'all y'all can ever talk about. We were seeing that shit as you know little little mm. boys. You know what I'm saying? And it was like it was crazy. It's like what you know. It's just what it was. It's just what it was, man. In retrospect, do you wish that, you know, you, like, do you regret doing that? Like, hustling and stuff, do you regret? Yeah. Like, like I didn't have to do that. I didn't have yeah, to regret yeah, yeah, in retrospect. Can you explain yeah. why, like, to the to the youths and stuff, like, why you might have regretted? I regret it because um, my first time ever getting in trouble when it came down to drugs was, was a petty weed charge, but it was the it was the look on my mother's face mm. that bothered me. The, the tears of seeing me to come out to school in handcuffs, like they 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 did that on purpose because they had me in a little holding room. They would have one like juvenile, like you know when you get caught by truancy, they would have you like in this room with a guidance counselor, or whatever, whatever, and y'all would sit there until the police came or whatever the situation right. was. And me and my man G was in there, and it's crazy because. I don't know what happened with G, but G ended up it really going in and out of jail from there. But we was in there together, and um, I remember like we we wasn't handcuffed or nothing, and the police brought brought me down, and when they brought me down, right before they got me outside, they put the handcuffs on me, mm-hmm. and I thought like at first I thought they was doing that shit because they was um they didn't want me to run, but it was like I go to school here. There's nothing. I, it's it's. You know what I'm saying? I already told him, look, I smoke it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I was already, you know, hip to the ins and out. Like, yo, listen, I smoke weed. Uh, it was five bags of weed. I mean, five or six bags of weed. It wasn't really nothing much. But, you know, I had, and I had a couple dollars on me. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. So, them putting the handcuffs on me was the part that bothered me because my mother was there mm-hmm. and she was outside. And when she saw me get handcuffed, she broke down. And that shit fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then mm. for a moment she was like, so I had to, I had to, I got a slap on the wrist, you know, um, community service, nothing, nothing. I'm not about to say yeah, I did this, I did that. That shit is corny. Um, 
And my mother was, she was just like, yo, you got to go. So I left. She put me outside, put my clothes in a garbage bag, one of them big, black, hefty joints. And I carried that joint from 124th and 7th to 133rd in Amsterdam, went to my grandmother's house to stay with my grandmother and lived with my grandmother ever since. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because my mother was like, it was tough love. She she was done with it. She yeah. was done with, you know what I'm saying? I was playing ball, so it was like, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up now. Now, here I go. I, I'm good, ninth, 10th, and now going into the 11th grade, here I go, start fucking up. So she was just like, she was done with it. But I think not going to jail was was my way of saying, all right, well, I can still do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it yeah. was like, it wasn't a part of me. It wasn't about me giving up at that moment. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I mean. What, what, I could tell it bothered you though. Her, her yeah. mama loved yeah, you. Yeah, it bothered me. We could see it in your whole demeanor yeah, yeah. that it bothered you. Going yeah. back to that. So I see why you didn't want to, and I respect that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to, you know, bring up old wounds. I could tell that it bothered you. You know, did it, what did Pop say when, when, when that whole thing happened? Don't sit down and pee. Mm. He said, yo, I'm not coming to get you out of jail. And if you got to go sit, if you got to go to jail and do some time, don't sit down and pee. He told you that? He told me that, verbatim. Wow. wow. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but when I think back, I was just, he was just telling me, look, you get, you get tested, you're going to stand up for yourself. Don't right. be in there and be no coward. Don't go in there and be no victim. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do time. You gotta do time the right way. Don't sit down and pee. Like I guess that was his way of saying don't, don't put no more f- fuck shit on on, on my name. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But do that shit as a man, and you gotta grow up now. It's time to grow up. So grow up. How long did mom like while you were living with grandma? Like when did she start to forgive and, and talk? Like you know. My, me and my moms, when I was young, we used to have an on and off relationship as far as like, she was always, she was always my mother and all my friends, she would try to be their mothers too. Like, even though they had their mothers, but she would always try to mother the block, you know what I'm saying? Parent the block. Mm-hmm. But we always was cool. We just got closer as I got older because now I started remembering the shit that she was telling me. It made sense to me then. It didn't make sense to me back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Back then, I was just like, I mean, we would bump heads. She would tell him. She knew. I think she knew what I was getting into, but she just couldn't uh, stomach it or, or stomach to try to. She couldn't figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because of the way I was doing things at the time. But And then that shit had his moment where, I, you know, I came across to a crossroad and was like, all right, what you going to do? I think the the problem where I kind of fell back into that dark space is when the the deal and everything went left. When everything went bad and I had no money and it was like it was I only went back to know what the, what I knew how to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't get that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get that. Yeah, don't get don't no don't skip greatness. Don't, don't skip greatness. Yeah, G my four G but this nah, sorry yeah. G I, you know, cause it, you can lie, I like the way he tells stories, man. You know, it, it, he 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 brings you into it. Mm. So pardon me, I know you would want to know how he got the deal. Like, did, did you, so <laughs> they took you to Puffy, Puffy, and Gio, that's how you, they took you to Daddy House and then right. did a deal. Yeah, so back in the day, we, like I said, we went from the streets, we went to the A&Rs, we would rhyme for them, and we'd play our music, we would play the demos or whatever. I was already, I had recorded like three songs or four songs with Just Blaze. I had like a little demo or whatever. And then I had a little bit in war. And at the time, I think Electra 
decided to sign Fabulous, Trackmaster signed 50, and I signed to Virgin. Now, I thought I was going to sign a bad boy because I was a, I was writing for uh, for Puff at the time. I was working with Puff, and Puff had this group of these young kids that he had me writing for. I don't remember these kids' name, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm so I'm thinking I was excuse me. I think I'm going to sign the bad boy because I was running around with Harv and Nasheen Merritt, and they was but they were starting their own imprint or whatever. They wanted me to sign to that, but. G and hip hop was like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? You already signed the R's. If you're not going to sign straight to Bad Boy, it don't make sense to do. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, I forgot what uh, Harv Pianum was offering me, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a deal with Bad Boy directly. It was like, this is what our company will be called. You're going to sign us, boom, boom. We're going to give you $10,000. It was something like that. It was something like that was crazy. And I was just like, when G and maybe G was trying to you know take me to no you ain't gonna sign that because it's, it's ten thousand dollars but at that time I was like <clears throat> I had a couple dollars I I, I thought ten thousand dollars I'm like that ain't enough for me to sign a music deal you know what I'm saying at the right, time right. I felt like I I had ten thousand dollars I felt like I had, I can go get ten thousand dollars so I was like nah I wasn't with that and then. Puff was already giving me checks too for for the group that I was working with and whatever I did for him. So at the end of the day, I was like, I'm already starting to get checks. Ten thousand dollars ain't enough. Like that's not enough for me to sign. And I don't mean no disrespect by saying this. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just keeping it real with y'all. You know your you know worth though. I know my worth. Yeah, yeah. So G was like, Yo, Virgin is offering this. They offering I think it was like three hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars for my budget. And they was offering me sixty thousand dollars up front. I was just like, yo, let's go, let's go. I mean, what's, what what else we need? Mm. And they was like, yo, and they giving you like creative control, and that was big for me too because I would hear the stories about artists right. who couldn't craft the way they wanted to craft. Exactly. And I was worried because signing the Virgin, I knew that Virgin was known for rock and roll and pop. They had, you know, what I'm saying like Janet Jackson. I didn't think they had, they didn't have no rap. You know what I'm saying? The closest they got to to hip hop was the nerds, N-E-R-D, you know what I'm saying? And they mm. wasn't really doing what I felt, you know, I, I didn't think it was hip-hop at that time, They were, but they were, they were fired, you right. know what I'm saying? And they signed Khalees. So I was like, yo, let's just go do the deal with Virgin. At that point, I was like, let's just do it for deal. And um, I signed the deal, you know what I mean? Now, what was the first record that, 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 that went for you over there? Um, it probably was the Fuck That record, the Bump That record, you know what I'm saying? I think we dropped... Other records in between, uh, or little like little records for the mixtapes or whatever. Mm. But um, that was the one though. That was the one. That record was came to me from um, Clue and Duro. Really? And, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and at first, I'm not gonna lie, I hated it. Mm. I hated it. I was just like, I don't, I didn't see the vision. And G was like, Nah, you you need to do something where. It's a little different than your your format or just a sixteen and hook, sixteen four ball hook or eight ball hook or whatever. And it was like you gotta like have like a like a statement, like say something. Like and he was like dun dun, and he was just coming with. A, I ain't go front. He kind kind of came up with a melody a little mm. bit. And as I'm sitting in the car with G in front of Quad Studio, but then we was in front of Quad or one or one of them joints. And I was like, nah, fuck that. Tired of bitches riffing and tripping. Nah, fuck that. Uh, 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 uh. And he was like, 
do that. Like, do that. <laughs> and I started, I wrote the shit right there in the car. I was writing the shit in the car. By the time I got back home, I already had this shit. So next, next day, we set up time, and I recorded it. And I was still unsure of it. Like, I'm still not really sure. Like, it's not what I would normally do. Right. But I, I ran with it because I trusted them. You know what I'm saying? That's I dope. trusted them. You know so, I mean? so uh, real quick, what was the records that you wrote? Are you able to talk about that? Or what? no? Um, yeah, I mean, shit. Is, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I worked on, I worked on records. Uh, uh, what are you talking about with Puff? Puff or, and and that male What's the name of them? I don't know what the group was. They was like ten year old boys. Like they was kids, and I was writing for them. And was, it was that like, um was that, uh a B five? Nah, it wasn't. Was, was B five a part of? It wasn't an R and B group. They were rappers. So um, I was writing rap music for them. I I also co wrote on uh, a song that Puff used one of my, he used uh, one of my verses for was, um, it was one of them joints, man. It was one of the joints that Mark Curry wrote too. I think Mark Curry was on that, his name was on that shit too. But uh, we worked on songs that ended up being on the Forever, not for this the Forever album. What's the album that he was in the snakeskin on the beach with R. Kelly? That's the Forever album? I don't know. One of them joints, man. Like, niggas, I don't know. Like, I don't know what no yeah, right now. Nah, I mean, I didn't want to bring that yeah, man yeah, into yeah, it, but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, what's, what's the record with Emil? Do you don't remember that? Oh, one? the record I wrote for Emil was called That's Right. Okay. Yeah. That's Satisfy right. You? You want that one with, with, with Diddy? Yeah, okay. I think that's what it was. Satisfy. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey girl. Uh, that one? He had like used some bars and whatever, but he gave me a he gave me a writer's credit on that shit. I never got like a publishing check though, but whatever. <laughs> what's new? So so at, oh damn, what's new? What's no, I'm saying slow like down, slow down, back. No, I'm Boogie, saying I'm like you, I don't <laughs> mean like like that. I mean like you opening doors. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you know that. I'm gonna elaborate. I, I want you to open it. Open the door, but I, so let me chill. Uh, let me chill. So so so. Nah, I'm just being sarcastic because I felt like I got jerked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? So, let's talk. We're gonna get into that, but let's talk about the uh, what happened after the fuck that record. As far as like, uh, like what was the, the fuck that record? You recorded it. Uh huh. What was the the reaction to that record? The reaction was was good. Like it was really good. It was. I wasn't. I I swear I, I didn't expect it to be that good. Um, people were, the video, we shot two videos for it, but we ended up using a, a, a I forgot, damn, who's the director, J. Jesse Smith, I think it was, we ended up using his video, um, it was fun, Clue came out, he, you know, it, 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 uh, Dress from Black Sheep came out, it, it was really cool, like, it was really my first, you know, mu real, big music video, the first one was, like, shot in a studio, and it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like uh, my video. It felt like they was trying to recreate something that they saw Mace do or something like that. It was like the mm -hmm. colors was like, I, it didn't go with the song, so we didn't go with that that look. But um, yeah, like we we they started working the song. I started going around, you know, just going to different cities to promote it. You know what I mean? Virgin started flying me out here and there and to, to promote it. Uh, I went on a. Uh, a little tour called it was like it's sponsored by NBA Hoop It Up. Mm -hmm. um, back back in the day it was the NBA Hoop It Up tournament. It was like a three on three tournament mm -hmm. and Slim Jim pause. And um, um, I went out and I was performing That's on that man. joint. 
And it was pretty much that was the summer of '01, and and shit kind of like spun out of control, like ne- like good and then bad, like really quick. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, Walk us through it. Like, what, what do you mean good and bad? So it, it was the record was moving. It was moving. It was on High 97. It was it was on one, it was on different stations. It was on college radio. It was like, the video was it was it was good. And then I got the look to to go on tour with uh with Flex and. It was just really, it just got really, like, really crazy. Like, no, t- the flex, pardon me. The flex thing happened later. The summer of 01 kind of threw me out of whack because, um, you know, as you know, I was signed to Virgin Records and Aaliyah died. So when Aaliyah passed away, everything on the urban department kind of was on freeze because they was trying to figure out that was their biggest urban act. You know what I'm saying? They had to, you know, to deal with the, with her family and them. And, um, I remember G and them saying, you know, we we um we trying to figure out what the next move is or whatever. So it kinda we kinda was like froze on that one record. And then the shit happened with Mariah Carey. And then it was like What happened with her? Like when she got the hundred million from Virgin and all that. This is all like I feel like Aaliyah probably passed away in like August, right? Of that of summer of one. And we were still working our record, but now we're working our record on our own, right? I did a record with DJ SNS that I was we was planning on dropping next, but we was on hold because it was like everything was on freeze. We was the staff, we didn't have the staff to work the record or whatever. Mm-hmm. G and them was like, yo, we we just trying to figure out they trying to figure out the whole thing with Aaliyah's passing. And then um a little time went by and the song started to, you know, the song and video started to die out a little bit. It was like, all right, we need to figure out what's our next move. And then we got a word from Virgin that they had fired or let all let go the whole urban department. Mm. And it was like because they were going through a suit with Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? Because they was trying they gave her all this money up front and Aaliyah dying hurt them, so they was trying to get some of that money back. So I was just like, you know, just I was just got caught up in the crossfire. Mm. So, you know, Pharrell and them already broke out. They like, all right, they were, they did the smart move, took they, their brand and Khalees on their own. And G&M was trying to figure out a landing spot for us. You know what I'm saying? So we was starting, we started, you know, working uh, the record I did with DJ SNS called Let's Go. And um, shit kind of just kept, it just kept going. It just kept going downward. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we didn't have the staff to really work a record. We didn't have the video to come back. And it was just like, it was a lot of shit that was going on. It was a lot of bad decisions after that. But it was like, that summer really threw it off. Like, the, the whole, even the, like the, 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 the whole 9-11 shit happened hmm, I, while I was on that NBA Hoop It Up tour. And we had a show at Chelsea Piers. I remember that. We came back from L.A. from the 10th. We got back that late that night. And that morning, this whole shit happened. My show got canceled at Chelsea Piers. I never got a chance to do that shit. It was crazy. Just everything just started going downward after that. Wow. And then it was just like now we we was pretty much like stuck. From what I was being told, we was pretty much stuck on Virgin Records until we found somebody that was willing to, to pick us up. So it was just a, a process that it was a whole moment where we was just trying to shop my music to other labels. Like, all right, look, we got this going. Just Blaze is doing this for Jay Z. He's on the Blueprint album. Boom, 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 Kanye West is doing it. You know what I'm saying? They was trying to use their chips to give me leverage to get a new deal. You know what I'm saying? 
I thought I was going to sign to Electra, but, you know, they wasn't feeling me. They was like, yo, we, we feel like, why should we sign Bath when we already got Fabulous? And they kind of like the same artist, like, as far as look and style, they kind of like the same act. So it'd be redundant to sign Bath over here. And then it should just kept getting, it just kept getting crazier and crazier. And then, I mean, you want me to keep going? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um... Then I remember my, my manager saying, um, we got a uh, meeting with DreamWorks. So we so we flew out to Beverly Hills, went out to, to meet with the, uh, the staff at DreamWorks, and DreamWorks is really to get ready to give me a deal. And and it's just a happen that this is the at the height of also a dipset. So Cam has got his dipset movement popping now too. So now I'm thinking, all right, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So in the process. Cam was going to have me be under the Dipset imprint, right? But he was going to be like a consultant for my project. So he would get paid to be, to you know, to, to, so I don't know how he word, worded that shit. But anyway, he was the consultant for my project. I was going to be on Dipset, DreamWorks. Everything was good. DreamWorks is already talking to me about a publishing deal. This is the first time I ever heard of a publishing deal. They offered me 375000 for my pockets. I get half of I get half up front, half when I turn in the album. And I'm like, we already nine songs in on the album. We can just we good. Like I'm thinking I'm this is gonna be good. And then I got a call from G. Don't sign the deal. We owe Virgin Records a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, all right, well let's pay him, nigga. Like they giving me three seventy five for my publishing. They offer me a buck twenty for my advance. I was like, well, give him my, I'll give him my buck. I just want to get, I just want to have a deal. I don't want to, I, I heard the, the, the horror stories of rappers being shelved or stuck or, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing this happen simultaneously. So I'm like, yo, let's just go. And for whatever reason, I, the connection with me and G stopped. And like, I stopped hearing from G. And next thing I know, I started hearing Kanye's through the wire. Boom. And that was it. I never heard from G again. G pursued with Kanye and left me for dead. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hold up. It's a lot. This is a lot. Whoa. I went through a lot, bro. This is a lot. Hold on, hold on. Let's be careful what we say. Now, we need to go through this process mm -hmm. before we say, I, first of all, because, you know, I know the people going to say in the comments, Flip, you wasn't there. Shut up. You wasn't there, Flip. <laughs> How you going to tell this man? Listen to what I'm saying. Pull the mic closer if you're going to sit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hear you. You knew G was working with Kanye. Of course. We always working with him. To, you know, we always working with him. Working with, together. Yeah. Did you and just to say, because I don't want to just put out there that, yo, G just left me stranded, you know, because when you talk, you can feel the passion. You talk with emotion in your, right. in, in your, in your face. So that's why I mm -hmm. think like, damn, G messed up. But let's slow down. Were you and G having disconnect, disagreements? Were None. you not listening to G None. when he gave you advice? I did everything G told me to do. Everything. If G said, don't sign. I didn't sign. Right. I even told my manager, I would find out, tell G I'm willing to give up my, my advance because I knew I was going to still have 20 left and the, the publishing deal was going to be signed when we turned in the album. So I was like, let's just walk away clean. I didn't know what was going on. You got to think. Also, 2001, 2002, I'm 21 years old. 
I'm fresh off the, the the block. I have no idea about a lot of shit. I can that we're getting to later as well. Like I felt like I talked to G like family. Like I was like yo, know, like as a mentor, I looked up to him. Like yo, you 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 guys helped with yeah, which I got going at Rockefeller. I seen all this shit evolve and and and, and bloom. So I'm thinking I'm in good hands no matter what. I never really talked business or or dealt with business when it came to, to hip hop. And hip hop's brother was my was my was my role manager. So I thought I was in good hands all the way through. And I you know, at, at the end of the day, I felt like I'm not even I'm not gonna stop, I'm not gonna not say nothing today because of these relationships. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, I've reached out to G during this time, after this time, just to find out what's going on. Why you not even responding to my calls? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew that Kanye had gotten to an accident during the, this time. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, I'm hearing from my manager, Yo, this nigga Kanye dropping a record with his mouth is wide, blah, 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 and that shit blew. And the first people he shot out is G and Hop. So I'm like, oh, all right. I'm still thinking I'm good because I felt like if Kanye blow, it's still good because no, I, I, it's still an opportunity for me to still win because I'm with these niggas. I'm with G and Hop. So right. if G and Hop win, I should win too. You know what I'm saying? But you feel like G did you dirty? I feel like G did me dirty, yeah. What's his name? G what? G Robinson. G Robinson. You feel yeah. like G Robinson did you dirty? Yeah, I feel like he did me dirty. I'm, I, you, you know how I many times where... Yo, listen, man. Like, it. Like, I had niggas look at me, frown at me because I didn't take an approach that we felt was necessary to take an approach when it came to that situation. But I felt like, nah, yo, this nigga's been in my grandmother's house. This nigga's been. I can't. I can't approach it like this yet. I gotta figure out what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So you knew G in the beginning stage before he managed Nikki and Wayne and all of them? Before that. Way before that. So you knew G in the beginning. Say, and, and, but how close? You're not over-blemishing the relationship with G. Nah. You and G were close. We were clo- I felt like we was close. Like, this is who I talked to. I started talking to G more than I talked to my managers most at that time. Because it was like, G was my guy that would that would that we would create. Like, we would take me to Just Blaze's house. We built a studio in Just Blaze's house when he used to live downtown on, on Gold Street. So we mm-hmm. I, we had a studio in there. We always he always was taking me to the studio. Like, ah, right, we going to Judge Blaze could record, whether it was a Judge Blaze beat or a Kanye West beat or whoever beat. It was like this is we recording that. This is before baseline. This is before any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And me and him would talk all the time. It was like I would call him like, yo, you know, for advice. You know what I'm saying? Because during this wait, I got everybody looking at me like, yo, what's up? When you dropping? Now I got to keep hearing that shit. So it's like, I felt like I started to get depressed because of it. It was like, mm-hmm. yo, I can't even figure out what's going on. It's like nothing is, it's, it's like shit is just going left. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is that did, shit was going left. Right. G, he just dropped off the face of the earth. But, but he, he, he was taking you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Y'all was going to the studio. Y'all was working together. He, did he let you know? Did he sell you false dreams? Did he say, yo, we gonna go? Did he sell you that or you assumed that? Because no. it's two different things. We told, the last thing I heard from G, I believe, I don't know if we was on a three-way call, me, him, and my manager, John, was we're gonna, um, 
we're going to make a counter offer to DreamWorks. I said, all right. So I'm I'm trusting in y'all because I signed to y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I was young when y'all got me. You know what I'm saying? I was 19, 18 years old. I never even had a, a, a bank account at this time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm learn I'm getting all this information. So I was dealing with G for everything. Like, yo, this when I was when I got my first when I got my, my deal, my check, I was I signed my check to them and they gave me the cash. You know what I'm saying? This was and then I, my, my mom's just like, yo, boy, open a bank account. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so used to having just cash around, I didn't I wasn't I was ignorant to this whole this whole setup, this whole process. But I would always go to G for everything. Like, and me and G was spending so much time together, whether it was going to the studio or hearing new beats, or we would just speak all the time. He would give me the rundown. What's the play? What's the play, G? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, my, you know, me and my people was like, yo, if, you know, what's going on? Like, we, do we got to run down on niggas or something? Like, nah, not G. G is family. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's why I went wrong. I was young. I, I mistaked business for personal, mm. and I made a bad decision of not doing things what I should have did. In you know what I'm saying, in hindsight, I should have I should have hired my own lawyer. I should have did all this. I did all this shit blind, just blindly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got this from me. All right, cool. Sign here. Boom. Bye bye. Boom. You know what I'm saying? All I had at the moment at during that time was my song was on uh, National Security, the Martin Lawrence movie. But after that, it was just like, it was crickets. It was quiet. You know what I'm saying? Then then I got the word from G and him, yo, tell Bath to fall back from the mixtapes right now because we're trying to get him a deal. We don't want him to oversaturate himself and keep giving out freestyles. I'm like, what? That shit didn't make any sense to me. This is what I got from my manager. Like, yo, fall back. We're just going to chill for a second while we eyeing this thing out. And then I didn't, like I said, I didn't hear nothing from him. Then I started reaching out to my manager, like, yo, what's up with G? Did G get any word? Like, what's the word? Where we going next? What's the word? And then he was like, I don't know, man. I'm going to try to get in contact with this nigga. I'm like, try? Since when did you have to try? Like, it's never been that way. So um, I think it was when DreamWorks fell back. That's when it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, that was my hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom's was like, yo, my mom's had bought a house. And she was like, yo, I'm telling you, they got this plot, this lot up here by my house. Get that money, buy this land, and and, and sit on it. You're going to make money. I'm like, mom, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I was young and, you know what I'm saying, young and stupid. So I'm like, yo, whatever. She's like, I'm telling you, we gonna do that before you even go look for a house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be straight. This, this is the move. This is the play. And, and I called to check with them niggas like, yo, what's up? I want to do this and do that. What's up with this deal? What's up with DreamWorks? And they was like, I don't know. And then I took it upon myself because I had the one of the the, the A&Rs. I forgot his name. I had his number. I reached out to him like, yo, what's up? What's going on? He was just like, yo, we decided to go in another direction. And I was just like, he's like, yo, your boys, they didn't want to do the deal. I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? So for years, I mean years, I didn't know why they didn't want to do this deal and why I can't get a response, a, you know, a callback. So I'm like, yo, so I met my boy Malik, who used to be an intern at MTV. He do like the you know videography and all that stuff. And Malik is like, yo, I got this guy, this attorney that I've done business with. 
he's a you know a entertainment lawyer. I'm like, all right, bet. I get the I get with this entertainment lawyer named Dwayne Harley, and Dwayne Harley finds out that there's missing monies that never came to me. And then then I find out that it was monies that was mailed to this man's parents' house that I never got. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of shit, yo. And then it, it got it got crazy, and then it was like, I right, now I'm on a point like, yo, it's one thing you just saying, all right, I'm gonna go with if you if you made a business decision to go with Kanye, and say, all right, I'm not, I'm just I can't get bad for deal, to say that like, yo, I, it's not working. I'm gonna just go forward with Kanye, and that'd be that. And that'd have been cool. I'd have had my closure. I was still gonna go. I wasn't gonna stop, but you, yeah, I, I kind of like sabotage me in a way about doing that and then that's cool i can accept that too i i, I could make these decisions for my i'm a grown man i should be making better decisions fuck it you fall you get back up and you figure it out but when i hear that the missing monies is on the way here and there then it's like all right something ain't right like don't I'm already down. What you still killing me? You taking the money? You you up? Like I can't believe it. So I'm like, nah, it don't make no sense. These niggas got Kanye. Kanye blue. This and this happened. This is this now. This is years and years going on. Like this is this is him now. They at Atlantic, and I'm I'm speaking to different people at Atlantic. Like, yo, can I get in contact with G? Like, yo, this is Bathgate. Ah, uh, he know me. This I'm just you know me. I was his artist. Ah, uh, uh. it's to the point where. I had to stop. I had to stop. I, I felt like I was begging. And I had to stop. Like, fuck that, man. Like, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew he knew what time it was or something was wrong because my man who worked in the hospital saw G at the hospital. No exaggeration. Yo, what's up? I'm such and such. I'm bath man. Boom, 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 boom. The nigga was like, oh, yeah, you bath man. How nigga, how bath doing? Your bath good. I was on the phone with him. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm gonna call him right now. My man, my man Young called me. Yo, Bath, G at my job right now. I'm like, word? And this when he worked at the hospital, it used to be St. Luke's. I'm like, word? I bet. Me and a couple of my niggas met downstairs. I'm on, I'm about to catch a cab. He called me back. This is five, ten minutes later, like the nigga gone. And that's why I knew. I said, damn, yo, what did I do for that? You know what I'm saying? He don't know. Even though my niggas is on a different type of, they on go, I still was still trying to hold on to like, nah, that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, why he, why would he do me like that? I would expect that to happen from, you know, it's this, it's not the street. This is, this is a legal big, this legal shit. Why, why, why do that to me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, at this point, it's like, and then that shit right there blackballed me. You know what I'm saying? Because now G is at Atlantic. He's an exec. And now everywhere I go after that is like, well, you assigned a G in hip hop. They execs at Atlantic. Why did why you just don't go over there? And I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we we just not doing business no more. I think that was turning labels off. And I feel like that kind of kept me from getting my getting another deal because nobody wanted to sign me because they couldn't figure out why G and them didn't want to sign you. And then I started hearing labels say, well, I had one label. I, I think it was. Uh, Somebody was interested. I don't know if it was Koch or whatever. They was interested in me. And they like, yo, we can't do this deal because you owe Virgin money. I'm like, here's this, this shit that happened with DreamWorks. I'm thinking this is what it is. But when Dwayne Harley find out, he get on the case, he finds out that 
Bath don't owe Virgin Records nothing. G and hip hop owe Virgin Records the money. So I'm thinking like, but st- like damn, so that's why y'all niggas jet it. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Y'all y'all was walking in the money. Y'all y'all hit gold on Kanye. Y'all hit y'all hit the lotto. So I just couldn't understand it, and I felt like the fact that we had such a, a tight bond and relationship, I felt like they didn't have to do me like that. They did me. They felt like they did me dirty. They left me for dead. And I, I, I spiraled out. I went to a dark space. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you know what I mean? It was it was bad. It was bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wanted to talk about the dark space. But before we get into that, I want to just, because that's... So, G. Robeson. <laughs> no, he It's hard jerk, to believe. He jerked you. He yes. jerked me. Yeah, I feel like he, he jerked me. Um, it's a fact. You had no... Dis- you had no... no Disconnect with him. Y'all always was on good terms, and you listen to everything always. that he said. Nothing bad. Um, what about hip hop? Hip hop. You don't. You don't blame hip hop. Do no, I, I don't blame hip hop because me and hip hop never dealt with each other, so we never got. Okay. We never got close to deal with each other as friends. We never dealt with each other like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I was close with his brother, mm-hmm. his younger brother. You know what I'm saying? So me and Shaw was your road close. manager. You said. Yeah, road, my road manager, mm-hmm. Shalik. You know what I'm saying? Is is Biggs and hip hop um, brother. So Sha was just like, yo, man, you just gotta keep pushing, man. Like he, you know, just gotta keep pushing. It ain't it ain't nothing you can really do about it right now, but just keep pushing and just get back to work. And that's what I tried to do. How much work. money did they take from you that was going to the mom house? Was it light? Was it- I don't know, bro. I, I, I felt like I was on clue, professional too. I think mm-hmm. that went platinum. Mm-hmm. I wrote a joint and did a joint with uh Trina on a Diamond Princess. I think that went platinum. Um, the national security movie, licensing fee. I didn't even get a license. I didn't even get a licensing fee. That check was cut. That's what. I, that's the check that I found that was that was sent to his, his parents. The mm. licensing fee. But I, I don't know if maybe I signed. I don't know if I signed something that was binding that they got the money. But I didn't understand why why the money went there, not to me. You know what I'm saying? But um, you so you didn't do investigation to see. How much was owed to you, like how much they kept from you? You didn't, you, you didn't, the the lawyer didn't. Yeah, get that. he did. So what they, what the problem was, the companies were saying that they couldn't, they couldn't specify how much was. They just knew that it was checks that was sent out already. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? So quarterly, quarterly checks. So my lawyer was able to recover twenty four thousand dollars from me. So whatever was beyond that twenty four. I never seen, never heard of. Somebody cashed those checks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it, it was tough. It was tough for me, man, because I felt like for the for the first time, I really felt like I felt like a sucker. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I felt like I didn't want to approach G or hip hop on that type of time. One hip hop, me and him wasn't really personal like that. We 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 spoke, we called you, you know what I'm saying. But I was, you know, he was he was doing his own thing, whatever he was doing. But me and G had a, a tight relationship, so I felt really I felt really betrayed by it, mm-hmm. and I felt like conflicted because on one hand I'm thinking something gotta happen, something gotta give, but on the other hand I felt away, and I felt like nah, I just can't. I, I didn't want nothing to happen to him, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. but And something could have happened to him. Something definitely could have happened to him. So let me ask you an honest question, because I want to get into the dark space. That's very, you know, as far as, like, I want to talk about that. But let me ask you a question. 
what would you if you had a chance to talk to G now? Because we, I, I'm gonna be honest, yeah. like if you look at you, you can see that this bothered yeah, you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or and and you don't look like you. To be honest, like, I feel your pain. You know, you, you, you mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, hundred percent. Like I feel your pain. What would you want to know from G? Like, what's the questions that you would want answered, or are you past that? No, I mean now I'm past that because I had to come to some sort of peace because, like I said, my my dark time, I I, I was, I went through so much, and I was just so humiliated by not succeeding, and I watched my peers blow. I watched Fab blow. I watched Fifty blow. I watched Kiss and them blow. I watched these guys. Grow in their solo careers, you know what I'm saying? You gotta think we all, me, Fab, and Fifty, I'm talking about 20 years in the game, and I lost that. You know what I'm saying? From, I had to watch from afar and watch them succeed. And and at one point, I can't. I I gotta admit that I was I was salty about it. I was I was I, I would say yeah. I was mad. I was hating. I was upset. I was like, why me? So the one thing I would ask, G was like, why, yo? What did I do? Could you could you at least pick up the phone and say, yo, Bath, look, this is what I got for you. I got a job for you. I'm gonna bring you in. We in hip hop or execs at Atlantic. We got paid. Ah uh, ah. Uh, we doing this. We we millionaires. I'm gonna hire you. Maybe you can be a consultant, or maybe you can do. I wasn't on no street shit. Ride ride with him. I wasn't like I was looking for him to take his head off. Did my niggas want to? Yeah, of course, because they see I'm hurt. They see that I'm passionate about it, and I'm and here I'm, I'm conflicted because I'm telling niggas like, nah, just chill. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wanted to go at other niggas that had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? That I had to say, nah, he don't got nothing to do with. It. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is this is on G. Like, I, I this I dealt with G business. I dealt with G on the personal. This is on G. G can G can at least answer the phone and say, look, I'm sorry, bro, bro, it just didn't work. But this is what I can do. You can say that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I, I still would have said, yo, so what happened with that money? And we, I, I was still on the up and up, man to man. I wasn't on it like when I see him, it's, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't on it. I wasn't on it like that because I was still conflicted. I was conflicted by it. Like, I just couldn't see myself um, bringing that man home. But when, the, when it, the, the longer it went and progressed, yeah, I've thought about it. Yeah. I've questioned a lot of stuff. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I was really on the verge of. Of you know it, it calling it quits literally you know what I'm saying and then it made me hate music it made me hate doing it like I I tell niggas all the time that see me like yo bro I love it but y'all don't understand what I went through that shit pushed me pushed me away it turned me off you know what I'm saying what do you mean call it quits to my life 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 I felt that at one point you know what I'm saying it was you know I felt that I it felt got like that dark for you? It got that dark. I got that dog. Listen, remember I told y'all the story about the post office, right? Mm -hmm. Post office, one of my first first job. You know what I'm saying? So when that dark time happened, one of my older guys that I used to be outside hustling with was like, "Yo, listen, we can go back to the post office, and we can go back to the post office and get a job." Yeah, I'm listening. And um, I was even considering it. He was like, yo, just go do this. Go apply. Go to this place and go apply. I'm sitting in this place. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. And as I'm waiting for my turn to, to, to fill out the paperwork or whatever, I hear some people behind me chuckling. And I was just like, these niggas better not be laughing at me, B. 
You know what I'm saying? But I felt that. Maybe they could have been laughing at something they had personally. But I was so ashamed because I felt like, that. here I go, you saw me on TV, now I'm in here looking for a job. Nah, B, that's not, that's not how I was supposed to go. So what I, I ended up going back to the street. I ended up going back to hustling. You know what I'm saying? And it came all the way full, full circle, like, to, to the day, you know what I'm saying, my, my, my grandmother passed away. I was still in it, at it, like, fuck rap, I'm doing this, this is what's out, this is what's, you know, giving me money, like, enough, I couldn't face, I couldn't face the public, I was insecure, you know what I'm saying, like, this is real, like, I'm being 100% real, I was so insecure that I was like, yo, y'all niggas don't, y'all ain't gonna respect me going to get a job and get on, get a legal gig, but here I am on this corner, everybody's showing me love, like, you know what I'm saying? And that was what it was. And I, for a minute, I believed that. So I stayed on the corner. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. I still did my raps and shit like that because my niggas wanted me to. My niggas wanted me to be more. They wanted me to be successful. F- for They wanted that more than I did at one point. Because mm-hmm. I was just on some, I was on a, a dark space. And I was just like, man, I'm going to get what I'm going to get. I'm going to get it how I get it. You know what I'm saying? And Yo, so it. you were in the game for a while at that point. You know, before right. that point. I'm pretty sure you came across... You know, different artists, execs. You know, right. nobody uh, tried to reach back during your during your dark time to try to pull you out of that dark time. Nah, when I was in a dark time and shit wasn't working, the artists that I knew wasn't doing doing none of that. One of my mans that I knew from the street that when he came home, I took him with me. We did shows, we did this, and I when I when I needed like a favor, he was just like, "Here, I got I, my man in front of me some work." Here, let's split this, split this in half for me, and let's get money, and that's where I went. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was that. It was just survive. You know what I mean? I couldn't deal with the humiliation no more. I couldn't deal with how people saw me. So I believe that if you saw me then, G Money on the on the street, and was like, "Yo, bad for someone, your album coming out." I'm like, "Yo, soon, I'm working on some new shit." I felt like I just had to keep saying that to niggas, just to right. just to just to you know, in passing. I just had to, had to keep doing that. And that shit was eating at me, you know what I'm saying? Because there was no music produced. There was no, nothing coming out. There was no albums coming out. You know what I'm saying? Fab was probably five, six albums in. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was like, damn. I, I was, even, even though I was happy to see these niggas succeed, because these are all my, these, these, these niggas are from my class. Right. But I was still like, damn, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It was it was it was dark. Shit, Fifty became a super millionaire during that time. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, and my niggas was trying to push me back. Like, yo, this could be you too, nigga. Like, what's up? But it just wasn't. It just wasn't for me at that moment. At so, that moment. Who took you out the dark space? What helped you get out? Because you know, when you thinking, yeah, I never been there, so I can't. But when you're thinking about going, committing suicide, when you think that far. Yeah. What stopped you? My boy Ron, my, my one of my best friends, my brother. My how close Ron were you if you don't mind getting to get into that? Oh man, like we started. That's how we started from this from the sandlot. Like this is our, my my mom's knew his his father growing up. Like this we all from the same projects. Like we 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 started doing music together. Me, him and my man Grams. We started doing it together. Like so it was him cuz my boy Ron is always like He's a positive person, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I never really seen him uh, get 
broken or shaken by anything, anything that happens. Like, he figures out a way to figure it out. And I remember talking to him, like, like, yo, B, like, I don't, like, I love y'all niggas, but I'm done with it. Like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm sorry. And he was, I remember him telling me, like, no, nigga, like, and crying with me on the phone, like, nah, nigga, that's, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, I would say he saved me. He gave me hope to keep getting, to go back in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Just to get in the studio back with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's real. I don't mean to bring this back up, but, um, like, how close were you to, you know, going there? Like, how close were you? Was it like a thought? Like, did you, nah. were you, were you making attempts? You know I didn't make an attempt. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say I made an attempt, but I, I definitely, I definitely had nights where I had that gun in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely nights where I had that gun in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like when I think about, you know, the artist that was, you know, that, that had died, you know, the half a mills and cats like that, I felt like, Maybe they was going through this dark moment too. Like I felt that shit. Like you know what I'm saying. So it was definitely nights where I had that shit in my hand. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it was it was moments like that. But you know, I guess you know, with just the just my support group, man. Like my my bros, my bros, man. Like my boy Ron, my boy Pony, and my boy Star. Like just just my boy Rich, my boy Young. Those guys was just in my in my corner, and um. You know, it helped me survive it. And then it was just like, for a minute, I was just like, all right, I'm done with this shit. And then I got started doing it again. But they, they, I felt like they was the help. They was the help that I needed. My boy Ron really helped me get through that dark moment. Shout out, shout out to, you know uh, shout out to your boys and stuff. Yeah. Man. Nice. Man, you got me all emotional, man. My fault, man. I'm sorry to take it there, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I can see it, man. I can see it I, on I, your face. You getting a little emotional as well. Ooh, like, yeah, that's, man. Like, that's heavy, man. That's heavy, yeah, man. That's yeah, heavy, bro. Man. Yeah. That's, that's, it's the first time anybody ever, like, you know, shed a, a, a light tear on the show, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, second, yeah. Second, second, second time. Second time. Who's the first? Little Mama. Little Mama shed a tear. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it, bro. I need a break. I need some, I need to step away for a second. Oh, right, sure. You know what I'm saying? Is it a restaurant? Yeah, yeah, straight yeah, yeah, back, straight yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's heavy, bro. They did him dirty, bro. I, 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 That's bad, bro. That's what the That's yes, you yes, are. right in the, right there. That's bad, bro. Yeah. I hope they see this and shit. I'm gonna put in. A, I'm gonna put in a tight like. That's bad, bro. Yeah, this 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 the first time that I, I feel like you you actually believe like. Cause you know how some people tell a story like, yo, they did me dirty, did this, did that. You be like, nah, you did something, nah, you did something. The, the, this the, time the, you... The, 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 the passion. Nah. The passion, yeah. bro. Like, you can see the pain. So, like, he... That... Yeah. That bothered him, bro. That shit hit me. I was waiting for you to say, like, nah, you did something, and then nah, you, 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 you fell back. They would have killed me in the yeah. college. <laughs> you fell back, my You tried to send me to my grave in the college. Nah, but nah, it's it's, it's real. I, I, I believe it. It's just... You see the emotional and to tear up, bro. Uh, that, that, to tear up, like to, I need a break. Like, 
to I don't think rock, I ever bro. to know break before on a show like that. Hmm? Never, never. Nobody ever took a break and, even like that. And, and for for him, like you know, it was like I feel that he's like he really was lost. G, like he want to know, like yo, what happened, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's I, like did they take the money from him to to to, to, to do that? Yeah. Yo, it's, it's the, the industry, man. I keep you know we keep hearing these stories about the industry, how crazy it is. So, you know, this is this is one of them stories. How crazy the people in the industry can be, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we we're not there to, we not we, we weren't there, and we're not here today to, to, to you know obviously take sides and say what's you know we hear his story, but you know we heard stories about the industry and how people take advantage of you and you know the deals and certain situations like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know what to do. That's one thing I'm always concerned about too. And I honestly, in my head, like artists who either take a break or they stop. Like, I always concerned, like, what happens when, you know what I'm saying, when they get back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, you nah, good. Come on, man. 100% good. Man. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you being open with us, you know what I mean? Like, 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 I, I definitely... No doubt. Like, we was just talking just now, mm-hmm. and we was just trying to figure out, like, you know, like, we was talking behind the scenes, and we were just trying to figure out. Because usually... I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but I really go hard on people. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I, I see. Like G Money was like, "Yo, you know, for the first time, you actually believe him." Like, you you talk with a lot of passion, and and I definitely want to get the message out there because you know, not to have closure. You know, little things for me mm-hmm. when I don't have closure bothered me. Right. For you, for a whole career change, like yo, homie, what happened? You know, I was missing money. Right. You know, I was a part of this, and you guys just left me out, or you left me out. Like, what happened? No closure. I f- I feel your pain, and and that's the crazy thing. I really, I really, you know, I really, I'm always on the opposing side, but I can't on this one. Nah, because, yeah, it's, like, it's I, different. Like, I, I feel it. You know, I see it in your eyes. I felt. It. I saw. It. Especially when you build a rapport with somebody. Like I'm saying, like you, you mm-hmm. said, this guy was like your, your like you know your mentor. My mentor. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for that to go sour is just like yeah. with, with no closure. You, yeah. you kind of left. You kind of left in the air. It's just like what you know. Like you said, what happened? Right. And you. So. What happened? Who else you felt did you dirty though? Was it just. G or like? Cause I know you said something. I don't think you th- you said something earlier when we was talking about Puff. You had said a line, like uh, we were talking about the check, and you said I said don't go there and stuff like that. He was like, yeah. No, I'm just did saying. You, I, I, like- I, I, I don't. I, I didn't do no real. I don't feel like Puff did anything bad to me, and I don't okay. like that, and I don't like that, or Harv or none of them like that. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like, you know, um, in this game when you when you put your you know blood, sweat, and tears into something, and you never get a chance to really get the chance to see it blossoming into anything and and, and see anything from it, and you you know, and it's like so. I was just like talking shit like I just felt like you know it's 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 out there that a lot of niggas ain't get paid this or that paid that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like you know what I mean like when I was writing for Puff I got I mean Puff used to you know he's he's I ran into Puff one time at a video shoot where he was it was him and Loom and Pharrell and um Puff was like yo yo you know you owe me like you know you like he would tease me about it like yo you know you still owe me for a couple songs or whatever and I'd be like yo just let me know when like you know what I'm saying, but I didn't feel like he owed me any either. But I do feel like 
I wish I could have used one of them publishing checks, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the at that moment, because when I was down, nobody really knew. Like, I never let that show. I tried to hide it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, you learn that in the street. Like, you learn to survive, man. Like, you learn how to how to shield that shit. You know, you learn how to disguise it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and and then if I let it show, it's a form of weakness, and people are gonna attack it. They're gonna make you know they make fun of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know it's a cat that um, it's always been like a hater, and he always, I, I I heard somebody tell me he said that. It's over for bad for whatever, and I'm like, nigga, it's over when I say it's over. But at the end of the day, you don't, you couldn't live through what I went through. You know what I'm saying? You not, you didn't even get that close, mm. so you're never gonna understand what I went through. And if I choose to stop because I got two kids, or I'm putting more focus into my children, that's honorable. But you niggas is so caught up in the shenanigans, y'all not really understanding that. I'm, I, I was brought up by kings. I was raised by kings, so. I'm gonna do honorable shit, and if and if and if my if my son wants to play basketball, then I'm gonna make sure that I'm there for him to play basketball. You know, I'm gonna help him train. I'm gonna do all this. That's that's who I am. I was that's how I was raised to be. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, as long as I can keep him away from making any of the mistakes that I made, because I I, I you know I kind of like have survivor's remorse. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I, a lot of niggas didn't survive or didn't handle that or didn't, you know, they went to jail or they spent they, they, they lives in and out of prison or some niggas are not here because their actions in the street. Right. And I, and I deal with that shit too. I carry that, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like I'm not going to do anything that's going to take away and I'm being focused. I'm, I'm focusing more on my career and not being there for my sons. And my sons get introduced to the street because just like me, you know what I'm saying? I had both my parents. They got both their parents. You know what I'm saying? So let me not. And it was still able for me to slip up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want them to slip up and it, and it don't work the way it worked out for me. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know what I mean? Sorry, real quick. Did you, did you push people away when you was in the dark, this dark space? Did you push people away? I think my energy did. I think, um, you know, some people that couldn't really relate felt that my energy was just dark. It was just negative. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe that pushed people away. Or when people thought I should have been ready to do certain things, get in the studio, mm. record, rap in front of, like, and I wasn't ready, I think that pushed niggas, certain people away. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they didn't, they didn't deal with the shit that I had to deal with. You know what I mean? So... They're not gonna really understand. I don't even at this point. I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? Mm. At this point. You know so, I mean? what what happens next now? Like after your man takes you out of the, the dark space, you feeling better now? Energy is better now. When you start getting back into the music and, and really going hard with the music stuff again? I started. I I feel like I I did it on and off for a short period, and then I took a long period of just a drought of not doing anything and then I got um then me and my boy Ron we had came together we we have other artists that we that we rock with that's in our crew and our clique mm-hmm. that um I remember when my man um my man Easy was rhyming for us in the studio my man my man Ron got a studio in, the, in his crib and he Easy had rap for me and I was just like yo you know welcome to our fraternity 
You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, yo, we should start like a crew of, you know, artists, like a group, like on some Wu-Tang or some Fuji's type shit where it's like we put together like a, a, a group. You know what I'm saying? So we put mm -hmm. together a group called The Fraternity. And that kind of like gave me, you know, that that hope again. Because it was like now I could just do music on my time, on, on, on how I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, my boy Ron is so dope. You know, he, he's he's going to Chris Paul the whole thing and, and run the point on it. Right. And it was just easy for me to just like kind of like work my way back in. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm inspired. I'm hyped. You're, he's inspiring me. So I'm let's 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 do it. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, we had uh, my man Terry. He he another uh, dope lyricist. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Crystals, female singer, really dope. And we just had this this this. Um and, and my boy Swag, and we just really had this group setting, and we was just like really like creating fire, and it was like I I felt good about music again, you know what I'm saying? So, but that came like really like later, but it it, it helped a lot, you know what I'm saying? They say you shot a video during, during your wedding day or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I thought it was a cool idea. We had a song on the, on the on the fraternity project called um, Nobody Else, mm -hmm. and I thought it was cool that. I said, you know what? I'm getting married. Let's use the wedding and got the videographer to shoot a video at my wedding with this footage and, you know, flip it. So mm -hmm. not only did he shoot my wedding video, he shot that video. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I just thought it was like a good way. And then I got two birds and one stone. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Um, Tell us about your family, the boys. You're married, right? Yeah, married. Tell us about the boys and stuff. So, so. I mean, my boys, man, like my, I got an eleven-year-old son named Justin, who who's who plays basketball. You know, say he plays for his AAU team, Millbank. Um, okay. Millbank. Yeah, you know, Millbank. yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so he get busy, and my youngest son is Landon. You know, he's Shout one years him. old. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. And, Shout out um, to the queen holding them down. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the queen. Course, you know what I mean? Shout out to the queen. Um, did any rappers that you seen that you came up with seen you and you know showed you love when they seen you? Yeah, um, everybody. I mean, I uh, Loom, everybody from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Everybody from Harlem. Uh, my man Black Rob. Before he, you know, I mean, he still. I just seen Black Rob not too long ago. Really? That's my nigga. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? I mean, everybody. I mean, Murder Mook, Loaded Lux. I still, you know, I ran into them a few times. Charlie Cliff. I still run into cats that I used to be in the ciphers with, or did freestyles with, or whatever. Um, DJs still show me love. I, you know, like I still, I'm still active in that part. Like where, you know, they they just show me love. Like they they just, like I'm the OG. You know what I'm saying? Like what's up? Like what's good? Bath? Like and just, and that's to me is good for me. You know, I, you know, my man, uh, uh, Lil S and S. You know what I'm saying? I've always been. That's my guy. I've always been in his ear, like, yo, you super talented. Just, just keep your foot on their neck. Just keep going. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's good to see him. You know, starting to really blossom into his own. Like, really, really starting to really, you know, get his flowers. He's he's a talented kid. Facts. And he's from my backyard. He's from my hood. You know what I'm saying? Um. You think you still got it? 
Contract for you to take my lines on the I show. I don't know if that's if that's legal. Is that is that is that? Could you been shocking me the last couple episodes? Like yo, you know, no way. Nah, I, I, I was waiting, man. You know, he he been had to he cool, man. Just you know, it, 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 yeah. he, he had, nah, nah. It's all right. It's all right. I'm, I'm gonna let you stamp it, man. Sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Nah. He cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he cool, he cool. Yeah. Yo, man. Yo, first and foremost, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you wanna, you know? Uh, I think that. The way you ended it was was perfect, but is there mm, anything yeah, that you yeah. you would want to say that we ain't touch on? I mean, uh, uh, just just everybody that's inspiring to be in this music game. I've been saying this for years. 
we're at a point where we really don't need the record companies like that. We don't really need a record deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you get one that's behind you and you you know that's the way you want to flow, then that's the way you flow. But know your know your worth. Uh, hire your own attorney. Um, and just make the music. Don't don't conform to make music that everybody else is making. Do do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Be comfortable in your own skin. Like you know what I'm saying. Uh, and inspire, give back. Find your way to give back as well. Like give back and inspire, and push and motivate, man. Let's 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 push growth instead of ghosts, man. I I I, I know that, like. I should have waited for the cool right there, man. <laughs> See, I know it's a lot talk. of a lot, <laughs> a lot of us is like we 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 in a d- different direction right now as far as what we what we stamping, and we allowing uh non-valid niggas to to, to be successful mm-hmm. and um because we we we're conditioned to idolize and push certain shit you know what i'm saying like you know what i mean so we we we're from the street a lot of us is all from the street so a lot of us look at the street stars you know as the superstars so if that's all you have if all you know about is a rich porter then that's what you're going to inspire to be Mm. You know what I'm saying, but we don't. You know, y'all don't know what these what they was thinking in their time. You know what I'm saying. They, at that time, they was doing their thing, but they was doing their thing out of survival. They just was making a lot of money of it. You know what I'm saying. But uh, real OGs is gonna tell you, fam, I did this. I made these mistakes. Mm-hmm. I know it's a better way. You got talent. You can still you can still be successful and take that same hustle mindset into something else. You know what I'm saying. So when I say you know, it's time to push growth instead of ghosts. I think we're still trying to to remake what we saw or what we heard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, at some point we gotta start letting guys rest in peace and or let the past be the past. It's how you gonna how you gonna make it now to where you provide a, a better life for your children? How how what you what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't it ain't no it ain't no no uh no four hundred one k in in the street. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no so. It ain't no retirement. It's either you, you and you can't be at it part time. It ain't like you can be successful at it part time. It's either you in it or you not. Don't be in it because this nigga is telling you to do this, but he really not in it. You know what I'm saying? And he putting niggas in jail that's really living the life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, don't get caught up in following. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Niggas for clout, like. Do it. Do what you feel is real, and do what you need to do to to, to support and, and and represent your family. Like you know, what I'm saying hustle for your last name, like my man Dame say. You know what I'm saying. Real quick, uh, before we end it, um, tell us about your sister. You had a sister that passed away. Yeah, yeah. My, I lost my sister um, to breast cancer. Okay. Um, she fought with it for nine years, mm-hmm. stage four, and. Um, yeah, she was a real, she was real huge in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the one that would, uh, you know, no pun intended, would talk me off the edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, anytime shit got too thick, too heavy for me, she would be the one that'd be like, you can do it, y'all. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, that was a tough one for me. Rest in peace. Well, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, man, like, I got to make sure I get everything right because sure. I'm, I'm the type that will <laughs> say the wrong shit. So... You know, my IG is the real Bathgate. Uh my Twitter is I am Bathgate. And uh Facebook is Bathgate, I believe. You know what I'm saying? And um 
And just look out for, you know, n- new music. Like I said, I got uh EP coming with uh with uh straight bangers called Nobody's Innocent. Ron Brown's joint, you said? And Ron Brown's joint. Shut the Ron Brown's called uh Celebrated Failures. You know what I'm saying? So I said that here on Flip the Scripts and nobody take my titles. I'm good with titles, you know what I'm saying? I know niggas be stealing shit, but <laughs> you know what it is it is what it is. And just, you know, and support, man. Support you know, support support your people, man. That's it. Man, folks, one time for that group, man. Harlem, you already know. This is this is one of the ones for me. Now this one, they, they can't say I'm biased on this one. Like this, this is still Harlem. This is Harlem, but this was a really good. This is one of the ones for me. One of the ones for you. Yeah, appreciate mm-hmm. that, bro. Um, on, a, on a different scale. Yes. So, first and foremost, let me shout out Bino. Bino. <laughs> For putting the the bath gate bug in my ear, shout out to Bino. All shout out to Bino. Good looking, Bino. Shout out to Bino, man. Official, man. Bino, what he, up? He got on the phone. It was me, him, and shout out to Shatik too. And they was telling mm-hmm. me like, nah, flip. Like, you got to get bath gate on. And and when they was talking to me, and we pulled it up, and I'm like, oh man, like, all right, cool. And you know, this is one of the ones. So I want I want to thank those two brothers. You know, my brother Bino, my brother Shati. Thank you, of course, and thank you, man. No doubt. And um, thank you. um, this is one of the ones for me. Um, That's dope. Uh, on the emotional standpoint, uh, uh, the, you know, I felt that just one of the ones. Yeah, respected. Sign out, G. Yeah, man, we out of here. Uh, dope episode. Make sure you follow the pages uh, at Flip the Script Pod, mm-hmm. at DJ G Money One Five Six, at Queens Flip with a Z. Get out of here, man. That, that, that used to my that, outro that, and my he cool. This I've got to. What ba- basketball you at, man? Picky eater. Episode Picky eater episode is out two right now. Yeah. Episode two is out. Look, it's doing really good. Yes, I'm, yo, I'm, yo, I'm, yo, I'm excited. Yo, round of applause for yourself. Yo, round of applause for yourself. Two man. times on episode. Yeah. No, 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 round of applause, man. I think that um, you know, the thing is, man, you, you, you <laughs> the thing is, man, you coming into your own, man. Like you yeah. know, to see that, bro. Like as as a guy that been with you for years and. Knowing the behind the scenes, man, like, yo, watching Picky Eater, man, how it was shot, how everything was put together, man, this this great quality of work and, and something that you put together, and you can, you know, I, I got, I gotta take my hat off, man, I gotta take my hat off, man, so you have vision, man, well, no, <laughs> you know, my, my, my hair lot look crazy. Everybody used to slap my, I used to get mad at you, yeah, like, you don't like, do that, but no, man, you you doing your thing, man. I want to salute you, man. Thank you, thank you, sure. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Feels, feels nice, man. You know, it, it, it feels good to the put. A project out and you, you put work behind it and you know just to see it come together the way that you know every all the pieces you know what I'm saying it was nice man subscribers jumping up as well yeah I used to have a lot of meetings with you about subscribers yes on YouTube yes you did you know of you know. course uh, 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 a narcissistic go, guy like myself have to have to get some credit somewhere man I could have just let you <sighs> no you're doing your thing man and, and, <laughs> and, and honestly I'm extremely proud and I can't wait to see episode three and you know, you know, real talk. I, I really want to say that I was watching and I'm reading the comments. I'm looking at the engagement on Instagram, like, and I'm sitting back, like, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud. Thank I'm you. I'm proud, Thank and I feel like with Picky Eater being pushed and and taking it to new heights, I feel like it can go somewhere that that we don't even see it going. Yeah. We can't imagine, or we could, you know, we could just wish where it go, and I feel like it's going where we wish things would go when we got situations. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. You know. Yeah, so hopefully get your business right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
yeah. It's Queens Flip, man. URLTV.tv. Yeah. Um, shout out to Smack and URL, man. Classic event. Smirk. Summer Madness shout 10 smack, was amazing. Um, it was an amazing event. I'm extremely proud to say the URLTV.tv and everything um, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at. They allowed me to use their platform in the beginning stages mm. when I, after I wrote a book and I also didn't know how to figure it out and the Smack allowed me to use this platform to build the quiet room, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. it's Queen's Flip, man. Classic yeah. episode to me. Classic. One of my top top three, you know what I mean? Um, to me, because of, just for other reasons, not for the reasons that of the back and forth. It's just none of that. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, to feel the emotion, you know. Um, it takes a lot for a man to tear up and get up during the interview. It takes a lot. And, and I, salute it. I salute him for allowing himself to be open to us. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, when I read the notes and shout out to Michelle, you know, I didn't see anything about what he was saying. I don't think he even got into too much details. And it's an honor that you allowed us to share your story. What's up, man? You know what I mean? Shout out to Basco. Shout out to Ebok. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Michelle. One time. Mighty two time. Woo, woo. Pull over that ass too fat. Oh, oh, oh. It is. No, I'm just fucking. Oh, man. Still, I'm joking. I'm just fucking. Lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Open your blinds. If you see a nigga like Bathgate on your lawn, put it away. He don't mean no harm. Let him in. Sit down. Get some tea. Because y'all be crying all night long. I'm from Queens. <laughs>